On today's episode, I sit down with Trevor Wade and we talk about our Beagle World Championship that was held in Waynesburg, Pennsylvania. You're also going to hear remarks from some of the contestants, some of the participants and spectators that were there at the event. I hope you enjoy. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, cur feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Well, good afternoon, Trevor. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Good, good. good. So uh, today we're going to talk about beagles a little bit. We just came back from the World Championship in uh, Waynesburg, Pennsylvania, and man, what a great weekend it was. Yeah, I've seen you've been pretty optimistic. Everything I've seen online, the coverage was good. Some of the videos and pictures out in the field, it looked like everything turned out really well this weekend. Oh, it did. You know, the the best part, two, two of the good things about it this year was the weather couldn't have been better. And the game and the hunting was just superb. Can't I can't think of a world championship that would was better in that regard as far as weather and running game was. Those folks out there had the uh, had their places groomed and put in a lot of effort, and it really showed. And you know what? The hunters appreciated it, and it just everything just made for a, a grand event. And it just goes to show that game is still good game and good places to hunt is still at the top of the list for ant for a successful event yeah it just is you talked about that a little bit earlier we were upstairs talking and uh you can do everything right to have all the procedures in place everything can go smooth with the dinners and just good camaraderie and everything but if the game isn't moving you don't have good weather uh it can it can ruin a really good event in a hurry so that sounds like it was just a perfect blend for you this weekend yeah you know we saw some uh some footage of the the places they were grooming on our beagles a field page you know some pictures actually randy workman one of the local guys there he works for this guy who has a helicopter and he actually got up in the helicopter and did some uh did some uh uh took some video footage of the places that he was uh getting ready for the hunters and Man, that looks so awesome. Matter of fact, all weekend he was trying to get me to approve for uh, Megan and Grace to go on a helicopter ride with him. <laughs> that was, I really didn't know what to say about that, you know. But yeah, uh, I, I asked who the who was. I asked if he was driving or not, and he said, "Well, no, it wasn't going to be him." But uh, yeah, that was. Kinda, uh, I'm glad I wasn't there and had to deal with that. That'd have yeah. been a no go for me. <laughs> yeah, but no. So the weather was. It couldn't have been better. It sprinkled a little bit. And the timing of that was right. It was on Saturday or on Friday when we had the bench show, like between one and three o'clock. Other than that, it was the conditions were just so good. You know, temperatures in the mid fifties, and that is just so perfect to run dogs. Yeah, perfect. Sure was. So yeah, you know, there's there's uh, we. I talk to a lot of folks out there, and there's a lot of people to thank. There's always a lot of people behind the scenes, and. And uh, on this podcast, we're going to uh, uh, hear from some of those folks that were there, some of the contestants. I talked to some of the guys from the NHBA, uh, you know, the uh, president, Alan Newby, and and others as well. So uh, I think this is going to be another interesting podcast really to listen to. But I do want to, uh, a couple things I do want to cover before we get into some of that, uh, some notables from this year. A total of 78 casts is what we hunted all weekend long. 57 in round one, 
uh, 16 in round two, four in round three, and then the final cast. So for a total of 78 casts, one cast wow. that did not have plus points. Wow. That's, Couldn't ask for any better than that. That's phenomenal. Anytime that, you put all the effort into you know getting your dogs ready, qualifying your dog, making the trip all the way to Pennsylvania, and then knowing that you have that kind of odds to get out there and get after uh, your game, the rabbits in this in this uh, in this case is that's always encouraging. Yeah, they have to be tickled with that. Oh, it was. And we you know some folks drove a good little piece. We had I don't know how many entries from, but we had guys from Missouri there and 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 a good number of entries. You know probably. I don't know, 8, 10, 12 entries came from out west in Missouri. And uh, it was good to see all those guys make the trip. And I think they had a good time. Mike Higby probably uh, outdid. He probably went as far as any. He had two dogs in the in the uh, in round two. Uh, and he had to find a handler for one of them, you know. But uh, he did very well there. And it was good to see those guys do well. That Some guys from New York that were down there, quite a few of them, you know. And it's always good to see them. And from everywhere, you know, so. The Thursday, Thursday night, we had a dinner up there. That's a good way to kick off an event. Uh, and it was, there was a lot of folks there for it on Thursday. But uh, uh, Dr. Oz, he's a, he's a, I didn't realize it, but he's kind of a local there in Pennsylvania, there where we were in, in Waynesburg, and he's running for U.S. Senate. So he actually uh, uh, had met with the Beagle Club guys talking about some, some dog law stuff here recently. And he got wind that we were having the world championship there. And he actually came out and watched him run some dogs, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he offered to, he wanted to uh, help out a little bit. So he paid for the Thursday dinner. Wow. So yeah, Ain't Dr. Ross. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what's kind of interesting is I know you were uh, posting some pictures and videos there on Thursday of the dinner and just the crowd that was mm -hmm. there. Monster crowd. And it just kind of seems to be a trend this year that even with uh, some of the inflation stuff and the gas prices that we're seeing big crowds at, at our major events. And I think that's kind of a testament to people are, are ready to get out and enjoy the sport. And I think it's, it's good. Some of the stuff that we're doing to bring people out. So you guys did a good job there with the dinner and, and all the stuff that you do to draw people in, get them there earlier and enjoy yourself while you're there at the world championship. It's a great accomplishment to be there, get there early, enjoy yourself, talk to people, meet new people, and then you get to compete. Yeah. You know, I asked, uh, Friday morning, I had, had them raise their hands for or all first timers to raise their hands and you'd be surprised how many first timers are there really, you know, see a lot of folks that are there year after year, but also a bunch of, of first timers. So that's always good. But yeah, that thing, uh, dinner on Thursday night, is just a great way to kick off an event oh, yeah. really sets the tone. You know, but yeah, so they had uh, they had uh, some youth uh, kids come in and do the dinners each day from the local career center uh, right there in town. So they had a uh, buffet-style dinner on Thursday, and then they also provided the food on uh, throughout the weekend. So in the morning, they had like a breakfast buffet and they had lunch buffets. One day, they had like uh, foot-long hoagies, I think it Jeez. was, you know, so it was, they went all out. So yeah. it was all really good. Hey, it's always good to see the local community step up and, and just be proud to have an event there like that and take pride in it. Yeah, you know, the county commissioner was out there on Thursday, Betsy McClure, and she came out there again Friday and was there Saturday and Sunday again when the winners came back. Just tickled to have us in town. So you could really tell the locals were, were glad to see the Beaglers are in town. So that's always good. But uh yeah, so uh, I do want to uh, uh, also uh, take this opportunity to, this, to uh, thank uh, some of our sponsors again, uh, which is obviously uh, You Can Uber Performance Dog Nutrition Partner, uh, uh, Dog Tra, our official GPS collar of United Kennel Club, 
mule hunting brand, Okie Dog Supply, Nightlight Company, and then obviously also UKC provided some of the awards. Another local sponsor that that wanted to provide something was GNH Sporting Goods. That's Brady Gaines there in, in Waynesburg. He has a sporting goods store there and also uh, owns Brady's Roadhouse. So obviously he wanted to uh, try to get some of the beaglers down there, and they did, uh, they did go to his uh, steakhouse, and they loved it. Uh, but he uh, he uh, gave the winner a one of a twelve gauge shotgun. So we want to thank Brady Gaines for for his support of the event as well. It's kind of cliche, but uh, I think houndsmen are always a good group about supporting those people that support us, and that just it shows it right there. Yeah, they do. So uh, and then our judges, all the guides, obviously the uh, the host club, uh, the Waynesburg Beagle Club. Uh, Jay Johnson, Curtis Johnson is his name, but everybody calls him Jay. I got to meet him there. And what a what a good guy, the the whole group was you know and got to meet them for the first time had never met them you know we mostly worked with Randy Moore who had a big part in this but just some of the other guys you know uh, like I said Jay Johnson Olin Stone King Jim Gallantine uh, then obviously Randy Moore and then they had Josh Ware uh, as their guide coordinator that we worked with and our event officials worked with Josh just did an, a fantastic job coordinating all the guides each day. So, uh, yeah, we appreciate all the guides that uh, helped out for this event to make it what it was. And then also our staff, Megan Hartmus, uh, Grace Hess, and then also Kristen Bundy is a beagler from North Carolina. She's involved uh, with the NHBA, and she's helped us uh, last year, this uh, last spring, she helped us at the Nationals, taking entries and things like that. And she helped again here, and just a great help. It's good to have uh, folks like her to help us out and just uh, – uh, in taking entries, we didn't have one single error in the entry process again yeah. between her and Alan Newby taking entries. And then our field reps, Alan Newby from Virginia, Jeff Davis from Indiana, Brian Mudgett in Missouri, and then Eric Yant in Michigan, where uh, they helped us out as far as the field rep. We also had uh, a good number of youth there this year. I think eight or ten of them that handled dogs in the, in the uh, world hunt. And there was, I think, four of them from from Indiana that came up. And at the end, it was Izzy Note from Indiana who handled a dog named Brute. She was in the, made it all the way to the uh, semifinals uh, in the top sixteen there, and uh, and uh, uh, with with Brute. And so she was our top youth handler. Hey, that's interesting. I think I listened to a podcast with you and Roy and uh, Brock not too long ago, yeah. a couple weeks ago, where you mentioned yeah. Izzy and. Here she is popping up again. Yeah. She's uh, you guys called that one, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I know Brock was there too, you know, and he uh, he unfortunately didn't win his cast, but he was one of the youth that was there too. Yeah. His dad did. Nate did win a cast, but yeah, there was a uh, Brock and like I said, about ten youth kids that were there. And uh, but yeah, Izzy was uh, Izzy was our youth winner this year, and and she was she was so excited and good for her. Yeah. That's a big accomplishment. You know, I, one thing I'll say about the youth in, in all of our segments is just how respectful they are and, and just, man, just good sportsmen. And, and it's good to see them flourishing in these, in these major events where it's not tough to get out there and get a win. Yeah. A lot of people try to get there, try to get wins there, and to, yeah. to have any luck there is a big deal. Yeah, you see, uh, you know, uh, speaking of uh, youth, you know, and Izzy here is, is uh, obviously a girl handler making it to the top 16. And you see it in the Coonhound side too, in the in on the in the finals, you know, where you'll have several women handlers. We had it this year again. I think we had three, and 
And we had three this last weekend, uh, three women handlers, April Beam from Pennsylvania and Izzy, obviously, and then uh, and then uh, Vicki Bassett all, all were in the top 16, you know. So, wow. So, yeah, that's just got to be an aspiration for other uh, women uh, handlers and uh, that love the sport, you know, and, and, and youth as well. So, yeah. Uh, some of our judges that we had uh, Saturday, I cannot remember a world championship where we had as many people stick around. And that's oftentimes, you know, we don't start using non-hunting judges here until Saturday afternoon in the, in the evening round. And sometimes it's a struggle to get enough good quality this year. That was not a problem at all. So I do want to uh, just give a special shout out to some of the guys that did stick, stick around to help judge. And there were a few others that would have if we needed them, but uh, Jared Waybright, Braden Neely, Derek Bowen, Tim Bowen, Josh Ware, Jake Cumberledge, Trevor McQueen, and Kristen Bundy all helped judge on Saturday. And then, and then on uh, Sunday in the final cast there, we had, uh, we had uh, Eric Yant uh, and uh, Trevor McQueen uh, to judge, and then um, Jacob Coons. You know Jacob. I know Jacob. Yeah, yeah. He he's was had a good year. A, yeah, it's crazy. He he does well in uh, the coonhounds and the beagle side. The yeah. guy must hunt hunt all the time. Well, you know he won the world championship last year, and yeah. uh, Brandon, his partner, uh, uh, Brandon Offleck, he uh, he placed. In, he was in the final four last year too. But both Jacob and Brandon uh, were uh, or they had dogs there in the top sixteen as well this year. So Hard owners. Another yeah, another good year for them. So, yeah, another big part of the World Championship is the bench show. We have that on Fridays there between uh, rounds 1A and 1B uh, on Friday. And we had 30-some dogs entered in the show this year. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i curious on the outside looking in, how do you qualify for it or even compete in it? It's a little different than what you're used yeah. to on the Coonhound side. Here we don't have to qualify for it. Now, they, the dog has to, it used to be where the dog had to enter a WQE, a world qualifying event, and not be scratched for not hunting. That would uh, fulfill the requirements to enter the show. But we've changed that to this year. Uh, if they were qualified for the world hunt, they were good to go. Uh, and that was all that was needed if they qualified for it. Uh, so if they were entered there for the hunt, they were eligible for the show. Okay. If they weren't eligible for, or if they weren't in the hunt, they had to have at least two cast wins to be eligible for the show. So okay. it's a little different. Yeah. That's still neat though. Yeah. So different any dog that's in the show here, uh, they're, they're also, uh, hunting dogs, you know, that's yeah. the hunting beagle, you know? So, uh, but yeah, so our show this year, um, there are big winners, uh, big winners were, uh, the opposite sex was a female uh, owned by Josh Byers out of Missouri, who's kind of a newcomer, actually. Uh, but he's just gung-ho, Josh is. He has this dog named Merle. So I don't know if you follow much on Beagles Afield, but Merle's becoming kind of a kind of a little icon in the Beagle world. Uh, but anyways, uh, he had this female named Aria, who is, was our opposite, uh, opposite, or our opposite sex winner. And then the uh, the overall big trophy and everything this year went to uh, uh, Burke's Little Bit of Mayhem, Angie Vandergriff from Shinston, West Virginia, on the show. Wow, very nice. So uh, this Mayhem dog is a dog. He's won our nationals before, and he was the opposite sex winner last year in the world show uh, and got beat by his littermate sister. 
Oh, there you go. I was thinking the Burke's name sounded sounded familiar. Right? Well, Burke is that's Adi Burke. Burke. That yep. comes from Adi Burke, who uh, is a coonhound guy. Showed coonhounds and beagles both, but uh, uh, Mayhem's uh, dam uh, was uh, the diamond female that Adi owned, who won the world uh, either twice, I think. No, one time won the nationals twice, maybe. But just a, a, a winning dog, and just a, this mayhem dog is just another beautiful dog. He's a hunting beagle champion as well. Yeah. Hey, looking at the the photos from the event and the coverage on the Beagles of Field page, beautiful dog. Yeah, and well he's, he's just won everything in the in the Beagle shows, you know, and now topped it off here with the world world win. Came so close a couple times already, but got it done this year. So Angie was super excited, sure. and you're going to hear from Angie here in in this podcast as well. Our final cast this year. It was uh, a good a good final cast. Uh, we had a, a seven year old dog, and oftentimes we talk about uh, some of the older veteran dogs kind of tend to to make it through all the rounds, you know. And had uh, so it wasn't a surprise to uh, to have Fret uh, Stacy's Mountain Outlaw Freck. He was a seven year old male owned by Jeff Stacy, who by the way couldn't be there. Jeff is one of our field reps, Beagle field reps. And he's been battling some health issues uh, uh, right now, but this dog is co-owned with his wife, Debbie. And he had Alan Newby handling this uh, dog for him, who's also a field rep for us. Uh, but he, uh, he made it to the, to, the, to the final cast, and he had a lot of supporters there rooting for Freck out there. Uh, another dog was uh, Dave Hummel and Vernon Shear, call him Muggsy. Vernon, we call him Muggsy. You'll hear from both... Uh, David and and Muggsy on this podcast, but uh, Muggsy doesn't say a whole lot. But he is uh, he's kind of one of the old timers, and he uh, teamed up with David Hummel on this old Dirty South Ace dog, who's a three year old that they just acquired uh, earlier this year, and have already won quite a bit with him this year, and have had a good year, and kind of topped it off here in the in the finals. Uh, so Ace was in the final cast with Hummel. Uh, and then the uh, Tika dog, Heat 'em Up Tika, who is the eventual winner, with uh, uh, showing Josh Ware and Mitch Gould as the owners here. And uh, Aubrey Gould, Mitch's daughter, Aubrey, who I'm not sure how old she is. I'm going to guess she's probably eight, nine, ten years old, something like that. Uh, she showed Tika in the show on Saturday or on Friday, and won best male or best female of show with her. Nice looking little dog. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, again, another three-year-old. And then the fourth dog in the cast was uh, owned by Blake Barkman from Indiana. Heat him up, Foxy Roxy, um, who uh, he bought here in the last year from Tim and Derek uh, Bowen in West Virginia. And she won uh, first place registered at Nationals, Hunting Beagle Nationals this year. So had a good cast uh, in, in the finals, and uh, and as it were, uh, Tika ended up winning the winning the hunt. It was a little frosty in the morning, you know, but uh, a nice morning Sunday, and and they struggled a little bit there to begin with, you know, and and eventually the frost kind of wore off, and and they had a pretty good little hunt, and uh, Tika ended up coming out on top. Yeah, I I enjoyed some of the pictures and videos you posted there. The final cast, uh, we just got done looking at them a little bit ago for a second time, showing some other people in the office of. Uh, what you called spectator hill out there on the final cast. That was pretty neat seeing uh, all the spectators standing out there getting to enjoy the show. Yeah, that was, uh, it, it's a little bit uh, different in the Beagle events. Oftentimes on Sunday, you know, a lot of them will stick around to go watch that final cast. And this year they had a, the spot that they had had 
just a, a nice knob. It's rolling in there in Waynesburg, and they had a nice knob or a hill there where all the spectators could uh, stand and, and kind of watch and listen. Just a great spot. And, and 19 trucks I counted going out there this year. Wow. Going out to yeah. watch the final cast. Hey, well, hey, it looks like it was an interesting final cast. A lot of, lot of names that I'm familiar with, and, and obviously some dogs that have done some winning this year and in the past few years. So should be interesting to hear from some of these different guys you got interviews from. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, just so just quickly. So uh, this year our top 10 is how we place the world or the world hunt placements. So in 10th place was a dog out in New York, uh, Roscoe's Tank, Landon Carroll. In 9th place was Hurry Up Fidget, uh, Vicki Bassett in Ohio. Uh, eighth place was Drew's Creek, uh, Lady Lula, Adam Banks, and, and Colton Trump out of West Virginia. Seventh place was another New York dog, uh, Miller's All Day Jasper, Carl Miller, who actually had uh, two dogs in the top 16, uh, but Jasper is one that uh, uh, ended up placing. Uh, sixth place was Dagestine's Cold Winter Breeze, Owen Dagestine. You might, uh, uh, that name is kind of familiar. Uh, Dagestine Sir Mongo won the world yep. championship here a couple of years ago, and Breeze is, is off of Mongo. Uh, last year's winner, Jacob Coons, Brandon Offlick, uh, had runner again last year, won the world with him. This year they had clean him up Clyde, who ended up placing fifth. And then we mentioned uh, fourth place was the Freck dog of Jeff Stacy and Debbie Stacy that Alan Newby handled. And then uh, Dirt, Old Dirty South Ace, Dave Hummel and Muggsy, they placed third. And then uh, the runner-up this year was Blake Barkman from Indiana with Heat 'em Up Foxy Roxy, and then obviously our world champion uh, Heat 'em Up uh, Tika with Mitch Gould handling the dog. But uh, it was a good world hunt. Congratulations to all the winners, and uh, congratulations just for being there. Yeah, so uh, we had a lot of hunters this year uh, suggest that man they just loved it. Why not just go back to Waynesburg? So uh, so we're uh, we're looking at everything, and we'll we'll. Uh, We'll see where we go next year, but it's uh, it's not off the table. We're certainly going to consider possibly going right back there, but we'll see. This podcast is brought to you by the all-new Dogtra Pathfinder 2. Dogtra, the official GPS collar partner of UKC. The NHBA is a big part of the Hunting Beagle program. They are the chartered Beagle Association for the program and do a whole lot for our sport. This uh, At the World Championship, I had an opportunity to sit down with Alan Newby, the president of the NHBA, and you're going to hear from him first. You're also going to hear from Alan a little bit later on as he handled a dog in the Final Four. Here's Alan. Hey, Alan, how are you doing this afternoon? Good, Alan, good, good. Uh, I'm here with Alan Newby, uh, president of the NHBA. We're here in Waynesburg on Saturday at the World Hunt, Saturday afternoon. Uh, let's talk about the NHBA a little bit. Uh, you have some good programs and uh, a lot of good things go happening with the NHBA. Uh, uh, talk about some of the programs that you have right now. Yes, we are, we're the Breed Association um, to the uh, Hound and Hunter format with uh, UKC. Um, we're... Um, We've had a scholarship for our kids. We have uh, the top eight prizes for the top eight hounds of the year. Uh, pretty much everything we do, we give back to the hunters. Uh, we currently a little over 250 members, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. Pretty good little following. Uh, 
we we try and give back to as much as we can to the kids. Um, like at the World Hunt here, we have a probably almost five foot trophy. Yeah. Uh, we give them a hundred dollars cash. Um, and this year we had money donated, and uh, we had a young lady win it this year. Um, Izzy Note won yep, it this year yes. at the World Hunt. And then, yeah. Um, they count. They travel together, and I think the little um, Eli the Watson. Name, Eli, yeah. he was the uh, the the boy. We we tried yeah. to give to the boy and the young lady, but uh, yeah, you give you give one of it to the overall yeah. winner. Then then if it's uh, the opposite of that, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, pretty good little program. But um, um, yeah. So so you have that and. Uh, you know, you can really tell the kids love the programs that you have, and you can tell we just have a bunch of a bunch of kids, you know, getting into the stuff and or into the, our sport, and that's just really good. How how does the dog of the year program work? I know you have sectionals, so sectionals is where they can earn their NHBA points, right? Yes, they earn they earn their NHBA points uh, with their cast wins. Um, the sectionals are usually a one point per cast. The super sectionals are double point cast wins so all of your super sectionals you know you you have the potential to pick up a lot of points on the weekend uh i think we're currently right now we've got like 15 dogs really fighting it out for the top eight spots we pay out the top eight when i say pay out we we have eight places um we have a pretty good prize package is ranging anywhere from a Garmin tracking system to uh, dog food and uh, coats and, and so forth, different things, uh, blankets with their pictures on them. Um, but it's heating up to be a pretty good race this year. Yeah, in the last several years, you know, if uh, your your prize packages that you have are as, as yeah. good as it gets anywhere, really. Most of the time we're anywhere probably between fifteen and 20000 I think, in it tied up all together wow and that's a lot of money to come up with but i know you do a lot of raffles throughout the year yes yes so yeah raffles are a big thing for the nhba what are some uh you've been very successful with raffling and some big ticket items how uh how do you what are some of those items um we try and do one big raffle a year where we sell a hundred dollar ticket and pay out 10 spots so you have 10 chances to win um and we try and make the tenth uh, place prize pretty, pretty nice. So this year we started out with a twenty five hundred dollar top prize, and our tenth place prize was five hundred. So yeah, that's man, that's just that's pretty sweet. Um, yeah, and it, it seems to go pretty good. You know, we have people on the board and on the um, the the officers. We're we're scattered anywhere from Virginia to Carolina to Indiana. So it's kind of a broad range of where they're sold. And uh, we have sponsors now that donate the uh, the ging for the doctor systems, Diamond Deluxe Doll Box. Um, we give Dan's bibs and boots away. Um, and we really couldn't do it without these sponsors. And um, we do pretty good. Um, it's, it's several other things. I know I'm forgetting some, but... Uh, and at each of the big hunts, we also try and do raffles um, to where we're giving, like, uh, some of the tracking systems away, the Ging 4s, um, just something to raise money and keep 
keep money coming in because everything we have come in, we we turn right back around and give it to the hunters. And yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah, and you you have a you do have a good membership and a good support from from a lot of the hunters. You know? Yes, we the other have. thing the NHBA has done really well is spreading reps out across the country. Yeah, and represented everywhere. Yes, we we like I said we we're all the way up to New York to Indiana to out west out Missouri. west Missouri as far as South Carolina West Virginia Ohio North Virginia Carolina, yeah yeah we're we're spread out pretty good so so what is it what is a membership cost for to join the NHBA? it's twenty five dollars for the year or if you want to become a gold member it's fifty dollars. But it's a one-time fee of $50, and your regular membership a year will go back to 25 But what the gold membership does, it gives you the right to vote on the uh, Hall of Fame dog, the Hall of Fame active member, and um, the breeders. Yeah. And there again, that's something we want to give back to the guys that participate and do so much for the sport um, and the breeders. and. To recognize everybody. Yeah, and those are awards that you give out at the World Hunt every year. Yes, we we actually gave them out uh, Thursday night up here, so that was yeah. good. But yeah. uh, and then our kids, we do so much for our kids. Um, Perina's been a big help to us as as far as sponsoring the kids. They completely sponsor everything for the mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. as far as the coats and they do it all for those. And, and that's what it's all about is the kids, because without the kids, that sports goes nowhere. Yeah, yeah, and um. Yeah, so uh, we really appreciate everything the NHBA does for you know just the that uh, affiliation with with UKC with us, man. It's a, it's a good partnership for sure. Let's segue into the hunt a little bit. Yeah, you have hunted a couple dogs up here this weekend, and you're we're here on Friday afternoon at Waynesburg, and you still got a dog in, but it's not one of your own. Tell us no, a little bit about the dog you're hunting um, here. The the dog is uh, Stacy's Mountain Outlaw Freck. He belongs to Debbie and uh, Jeff Stacy out of Thomasville, North Carolina. Um, when I started years ago, uh, Jeff was one of the first guys that I ever met, and we instantly become friends, and we've become really close over the years. And this is one of Jeff's dogs. He's seven years old. Freck is – he's really a nice hound. I think he was, what, maybe the third or fourth dog in the UKC Hall of Fame to he, make it? He was about the fourth dog, I think. Fourth, the yeah, fourth dog yeah, in, but yeah. he has a little mate, was the first one. He was Flame. Flame, yeah, which belonged to Christian Bundy. But, right. uh, uh, he's a really nice hound. He, do, he does nothing wrong, and he just – he does what he's supposed to when he needs to get in that grub and find that rabbit he does. And he just – he's been a – Good dog to handle all weekend. Yeah, Jeff couldn't be here this weekend. You know, he's got no. some health issues he's dealing with, and I'm sure he's pretty tickled. Have you been talking with him? Oh, today? I've talked to him after every round. I let him know where we're going. Yeah. After the last round, he told me he said, "I'm packing the truck. I'm packing the truck." And I'm <laughs> like, "No, not, not yet, he, buddy. He needs to stay no, home stay and take home. care of Jeff." Yes, yes. But uh, <laughs> I tell you, if 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 I luck up and we get through the next round and we get in the top four. Probably not going to hold him no, down. No, you're not you? going to hold him back. He's going to be on the way up here. He's <laughs> going to be up shades here. shades and everything. Yep, with the shades. And that was, that was one thing, all the pictures this weekend. I had to wear the sunglasses. Yeah, I Jeff saw said, that. you got to keep that outlaw yeah. look going, newbie. So I said, yes, sir, whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. I tell you, a lot of guys stepped up when, when Jeff was sick. Uh, uh, Coy Jarrett and him, uh, Scott Madougal out of Missouri. Yeah, Scott um, handled several yes, of his dogs we, this We've weekend. handled like five of his dogs since he yeah, couldn't be here. Yeah. And that's the good thing about UKC. 
and and the people we run with, they, people don't understand. It's it's a it's a family. It's not it just a sport. It's a family. It is, and you know, you mentioned it is the people. It, it's all about the people. Yep. And and coming to just like in this situation, coming to Jeff's aid and helping him get his dogs to the world hunt, stepping up. Mentioned somebody from Missouri handling dogs yes. for him. He's in North Carolina. Yeah, he drove all the way to um, Ohio two weeks ago or three weeks ago to pick up the dogs to bring to the hunt for Jeff. And and, and that's, that's the type of people that it's, you're so proud to be a part of because any person out here would do the same for any other hunter. And yep. that's just – I'm proud to be a part of it. Yep, and Jeff would do the same thing, and he has done so much for a lot of other folks. So, uh, uh, I guess you could say they one of the first families of it. He been yep. in it for since he was at the first world. Yep, yep. Yes, he Jeff is just he, they're good people. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, hey, I won't uh, hold you up any longer here, but appreciate you stopping by and here. Thank and, you and, and UKC for all you do with us and, what? and everything you do for us. And yeah. Well, we thank, thank you. Thanks to you and the NHBA for everything as well. Thank you. Thank you. Our big winner in the show this year was Little Bit of Mayhem that was owned by Angie Vandergift of Shinston, West Virginia. I had a chance to sit down with Angie and talk about her big win. Here's Angie. Well, here we are Friday afternoon at Waynesburg, and I'm here with Angie Vandergift, and it's a special, it was a special day for you, was it not? It sure was. Um, been waiting a long time for this to come, uh, trying to get Mayhem a win at the world, right? I think this was my, my third time around. I uh, started with him as a puppy in the first go-around, and um, he lost to his sister in the second go-around. So um, That was last year, was it not? It was. It was. Um, he, he showed up unexpectedly. You know how that goes. You never know what you're going to get. Um, and, you know, you don't mind being beat by a good dog. Yeah, so let's back up and uh, tell us about uh, Mayhem and how you came about getting him and all that. Yeah, so it's kind of an ironic story. Um, when Audie Burke made the, the breed in the cross, he called me and said, hey, I, I would really like to get a pup in your hands. And at the time, Devin was into so many sports, and I had to back out of hunting and showing a little bit because of it, and we were traveling um, all the time. So, you know, I told him I just couldn't put the time into to a pup and to a dog at, the, at that point in my life. So um, he kept hounding me and calling, and I kept telling him no and that I couldn't do it. So Jason went to a hunt. It was somewhere up in Ohio. Can't even remember now. And um, he was getting ready to leave. And Audie, Audie said, hey, before you leave, come and see me. And Jason was like, okay, I'll, I'll be right there. And um, he went up to see Audie before he left. And Audie got the dog mayhem out of the box and started walking back to Jason's truck with him. And he said, Audie, that's a nice dog. And he said, yeah. He said, um, you, you take this pup to Angie. He said, you know, his health was deteriorating a little bit and he couldn't run as much and, and handle. And he said, you take this dog to Angie. This is the pup I wanted her to have to begin with. And at this point, you had not even seen the pup yet? I had no clue any of this was going down. Um, and as a matter of fact, Jason called me and said, hey, I stopped along the way and picked you up something. I got a surprise on my way home. I'm like, 
wondering to myself, what is this? <laughs> What's he bringing? So he he pulls into the driveway and I'm like, he's unloading the dogs like he always did. And all of a sudden this dog comes out of the truck and I said, holy moly, where did you find that? Yeah, that's uh, that's quite a story. So what is he out of, Siren Dam? So he's out of uh, Magic Mike, and he is out of Diamond that Audie won the world with um, a couple times. Yeah, so Diamond won won the Nationals, what, at least once, twice, did she not? Yeah, she won the Nationals twice, and believe she ran, she won the world once. I can't, I'm not sure if it was twice, but I think at least once. Yeah, at least at least once out in Missouri. I know she won the world show out there, but just a super nice dog and kind of one of those where I know when uh, Adi would show up with that dog, you know, other guys that had dogs in the same category kind of hanging their head, you know, but she was that, that kind of dog. And it seems like we see a little bit of that with Mayhem. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he, he definitely has Diamond's disposition. Um, he's just a sweetheart and likes to cuddle, you know. I like that pretty well. And, and he hunts. I mean, he, he made champion by the time, a hunting beagle champion by the time he was 10 months old. So, you know, at, at the Vandergrift house, you can't have a dog in the kennel unless it hunts. So I was happy about that. Yeah, that's just a, that's just a nice thing about him too. And, and, and I can, I can see that, but, uh, so uh, let's talk a little bit. You won the, the, the Nationals with him before, so that was a big win for you. What are some of the other uh, wins that you've had with him? Yeah, so um, probably the, the hunts that mean the most to me uh, would be the world, of course. I mean, it's just an honor. Uh, the Nationals would be next in line with that. Um, near and dear to my hearts, the Dale Prenny Classic. I uh, won it a couple years in a row. Um, We've won up at the McVeighs, and we also won at the Eliminator in the West Virginia State. NHBA as well, right? Yeah, correct. NHBA. Um, we've been, I've been very lucky with him. Um, he's, he's just an all-around good confirmation dog, and um, he gives everything he has, um, both on the bench and out in the field. So what do you do to prep for a hunt or for a show like the Nationals or for like the World Show this weekend? Tell Vandergriff not to get his tail all messed up before the <laughs> the show comes. Um, no, he ran him pretty hard um, this year, probably hard three weeks before the World. And um, so definitely have to get him muscled up and, and ready to go. But, you know, I groom definitely groom about a week before the show and but it takes a lot of time we bench a lot at at home I mean I just I finally brought the bench in the house it it's got a permanent residence now but um hours upon hours of of stacking and and just you know making him stay in there and build those muscles up um and, and you know rewarding him too I mean he we would we would bench and then Jason would take him out and run him in the field. And, and that's what he loves. He's, he's my dog until Jason gets the collars out and then forget it. I'm done. Yeah. He doesn't love me anymore. Yeah. So, um, you have come so close several times and coming up here this weekend, 
what were your thoughts? Were you, did you think maybe this is finally the year for you? I was certainly hoping, um, but you never know. And, you know, like I said last year, I didn't expect uh, his sister to show up and, and look as good as she did. I mean, she's a fantastic dog. And um, you never know what you're going to see at these big hunts or what the competition's going to be like. I, I was nervous, and I get nervous before every big show. Um, he's a good, solid confirmation dog, um, and he'll do everything that he can for me. But it's never guaranteed, and um, never take it for granted. And you just don't know. You just don't know. But um, it, this weekend is bittersweet for me because I'm one that I won't keep showing him after he's won these big hunts. So um, he probably won't show again. And and that was tough for me this weekend. But um, it, it's very special. Yeah, so uh, that was going to be my next question, but you kind of answered that, what's next for, for him. But let's back up just a little bit this afternoon. So he was in the grand class. He won that class of males. And then the next class he goes up against the uh, registered uh, best male of show and the champion male. And then ultimately uh, he, it comes down to him and one female uh, showing. But just walk us through that last class. What were your feelings from the gating through the whole benching procedure till the judge uh, selected him for the overall win? Yeah, so uh, nerves, <laughs> I think, are the biggest feeling I probably had. And knowing I was on that final bench load and knowing the confirmation that, that he has – I, you're always hopeful. You don't want to get too confident, right? Um, knowing what what he is and how he stacks on the bench, I, I thought to myself, I'm going to win the show, and I got to keep it together, right? Because it is bittersweet, and um, so I was I was emotional, and um, and he just. He showed like he hasn't shown before. He just was beautiful up there on the bench. And I, I, I at the end, thought, I have this in the bag. He's showing like he's never shown before. Went out and earned it. So, uh, yeah, well, you finally done it, Angie. World champion. You have a world champion, and congratulations. And uh, what a day for you. So any final thoughts? You know, um, I absolutely love the the show. Um, I used to hunt. I'm, you know, getting older and don't like to do it as much anymore. But I absolutely love the show. And, and what warms my heart the most is when I see these kids go, get up here and show. And, um, you know, I got to give a shout out to my Aubrey girl who uh, did pretty well on the bench load this year. And um, she is... You know, you, you watch these kids come up and, and grow up in this stuff and um, watch the excitement on their faces, and that's why we do it. Yeah, and they, they watch this, and they have aspirations as well, you know, so it's obviously attainable. Do your homework and, uh, and with a nice dog like you did today. But congratulations again to you and Mayhem, world champions this year. So congratulations, and thank you for stopping in here. Thanks, Alan. I appreciate it. Thanks for giving me the time. Roderick Mosley is one of our beaglers from Missouri, and we see him at a lot of our major events. 
And especially here in the last couple of years, he had two dogs in the world championship. He brought a male and a female, Joe Cool and Dottie. Unfortunately for him, Dottie came in heat and he didn't even get a chance to handle her at the world hunt. But I got a chance to sit down with Roderick. Roderick, how are you? I'm finding you. I'm doing well. So you ran this morning, and how did your hunt go this morning in round one? I went fairly well. Uh, it's pretty tough. Uh, good running, but uh, we couldn't score any lines, but it went pretty good. What dog were you hunting? I was hunting uh, straight balling, new school Joe Cool. I got you. I remember that. Uh, you see that name quite a bit, actually, but... Uh, Let's uh, let's uh, back up a little bit. You are kind of a military man. You did uh, how many years did you serve? Uh, Twenty six years, U.S. Army. Yeah, well, thank you for your service. And where were you in active duty? Uh, yes. And where was that? Oh, I had uh, a lot of different duty stations: Hawaii, Texas, uh, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, is where I retired and where I live now. Perfect, perfect. So, um, so yeah, we talked about your hunt a little bit, or you mentioned it this morning, and then you had a second dog that you brought, and this afternoon, while everybody else is out, you, you're kind of sitting this one out, and why is that? Well, unfortunately, uh, my, my female, Dottie, came in heat. Uh, I, I pulled out the truck there yesterday, and uh, the situation was all bad. Man, it doesn't always just happen that way. It's like that the big hunts is these females, it just... Why does it always happen like that? And drive halfway across the country to the world hunt, no, no, nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, it kind of happens that way sometimes. I thought I was good, but uh, uh, I must have miscalculated by a few days. Yeah, so tell me, how did you get into this sport, or when did you start uh, running beagles? I've uh, been hunting rabbits um, most of my life. Uh, I had um, done it all the way until I joined the Army uh, when I was about 19, 18, 19 years old, and uh, I wanted to uh, get back into it. So after I retired, I decided to get myself a couple of dogs. Yeah, so the, one of the first ones that I remember when I first met you was maybe NHBA days or something out in Missouri. One of those uh, uh, was the first time I met you out there. But one of, uh, one of your dogs, one of your male dogs, he's probably older, he's kind of retired now, uh, dog owner, you have to tell me what his name is. I forget his name off the top of my head. Uh, his name is uh, Missouri Primetime Tebow. Grand, Grand Hunting Beagle Champion, Missouri Primetime Tebow. Tebow. I don't know why he slipped my mind, but you know, and I've told you this story before. Uh, he was my first trip out there. He was in the winner's pack as a registered dog, just a young hound at that time. And they had assigned me to judge that cast. And man, that dog looked impressive there. Oh, that, but that was when those other boys still owned him. Uh, Levi, was it Levi Ward and some of them? Yeah, Levi, Madaris, and um, Madaris. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, Adam Ward, I believe. Adam Ward, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Or it, it was Adam and another Ward. Some is, yeah. It was somebody like that. But yeah, anyways, we don't, uh, uh, they used to run quite a bit but back in those days. But they had that. It was a nice dog. But uh, how's, how's he doing? He's getting pretty old now. Oh, uh, he's doing pretty good. He's 10 years old now. Uh, he's in great shape. Uh, can't wait for rabbit season. Uh, he just doesn't, uh, I don't want to run him all, you know, two or three times in a hunt. Uh, just, he goes out one time, he's good. He's, he's, uh, he's enjoying living a good life and uh, making puppies. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you doing a lot of trialing these days or are you doing more just pleasure hunting? More, more trialing these days. I'm trying to get around a little bit, but uh, life has been kind of busy, but I'm trying to, to get out there a little bit more. Yeah, well, the weekend couldn't have been any better. The weather here in Waynesburg this weekend is just kind of uh, unfortunate. You don't get uh, a second crack with a with a second dog this afternoon, but uh, 
but what what are your thoughts on the world hunt over here and, and what they have out here so far? Oh, it's been fantastic. I've had a great time. Uh, even after, you know, I lost this morning, I decided to stay and, and enjoy myself. And uh, I went out on the second cast with uh, a friend of mine, Carl Miller, uh, and uh, watched his dog, Jasper. Uh, it was really, really good. Going pretty good for Jasper and, and Carl when I left. So, Oh, yeah. He, he already won his cast, I think, this morning, too. So it looks like he might be in for a second one. Yeah, he beat me this morning. And uh, now he's, he's, uh, he's in control there with Jasper this afternoon. Goes. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't want to take up any more of your time, but I appreciate you stopping by. And we appreciate you coming to our hunts and competing in our events, Roderick. Uh, thank you very much. I really enjoy it. County Beagle Club for the first time at the World Championship this year, Mr. Jay Johnson. Good afternoon, Jay. We're here in, at the uh, headquarters in Waynesburg at the World Hunt on Saturday afternoon. Thank you for stopping in and talking with me here on the podcast. But, uh, man, you guys have done an awesome job with uh, uh, getting the guys in rabbits this weekend, and uh, thanks for that. Thank you. You guys have done an awesome job so far. We hear nothing but good things from the hunters, but uh, tell us a little bit what you guys did to prep for this hunt this year. Well, uh, Randy Moore was was pushing to have the hunt here and uh our club the waynesburg beagle club we have 40 members and a lot of the members participated in getting getting a lot of pass cut in a lot of different places getting permission uh just having a lot of places ready to run yeah and uh we we had a great turnout yeah we had a lot of help we had some other clubs that got involved with the, helping us out uh, total of four clubs involved all together. Yeah, I didn't realize that till I kind of uh, gathered that this weekend being here. You guys did some raffles and everything, and so that's kind of when I realized that. But yeah, that's yeah, we did we did some raffles, uh, brought some money in for all four clubs. Yeah, uh, we had great participation from everybody. Yeah, well, you've done a, f a phenomenal job uh, for sure. You know, and that's we saw some of the guys posting some pictures in the last couple of weeks. You know, getting ready for it and what it's looking like around here. And not just that, and all the hunters come here, and we had great weather for one. That was on our side. But then for the guys that have the phenomenal running they had all weekend so far has just been yeah, the, awesome. The, the weather here this this summer has been spectacular. Uh, we had a little bit of hot weather, but spring came early. So we were able to get a, a lot of rabbits breeding the, very early in the spring. And I think that led up to some of the rabbits that were born in the spring being able to breed a couple of times late this summer yeah and uh the, the rabbit population this year in this area just was phenomenal yeah see i was here in the spring for nhba had their uh nhba hunt here uh in waynesburg or just down the road i guess uh but hunted in this area the same area here in the spring and it was it was good then too yeah but yeah this so this weekend here at the world hunt man the hunters are just they're tickled I'm I'm glad to hear that. I'm I'm glad everything worked out great, and uh, we were able to produce rabbits for for all the casts. Yeah. Uh, what we had one cast that came back with zero points. All the rest of the cast came back with positive points, and you're talking what seventy some cast total. Yeah. So far, so, so far, you know, fifty seven in the in round one, fifty seven cast total, and only one of those didn't have plus points. And since then, you know, sixteen more this morning. Right. And now this afternoon, we're here on Saturday afternoon. We just sent out 
the semifinals forecasts and those forecast winners will uh, advance to the final cast tomorrow morning but so far so good you know this morning they said it was a uh, the scores weren't quite as good as they were yesterday morning and last last night the scores were phenomenal yeah, yeah. you know when i say phenomenal just in the in the fat part of you know between five and five six seven hundred you know right, a lot of them right. like that so. Well, I was hoping I was hoping we'd have a cast come in with a thousand plus. Hey, we got close a couple we were, times. We were close. close. We had yeah. a couple nine hundreds yeah. in there, and yeah. yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, but it's good to hear when the hunters have such a good time. You know, I think a, I think a lot of the guys like the terrain around here too. Yeah, you know the slow rolling hills. Yeah. Some of it's a little bit steeper, yeah. but but most of it's manageable for for most of the people involved. So. Yeah. So the other thing that was really good this weekend was uh, the food here. Just, you know, the Thursday night dinner and everything, and, yes, then, yes. and then the breakfast buffets and lunch buffets yes, has been and outstanding. That's huge, huge thanks to Dan Wagner for that, you know, bringing the students in and, and preparing all those meals. Yeah. That's absolutely great. That was really good. You know, so I'll just, I'll just tell you, a lot of the hunters today, and even last night already, are telling me, you got to bring it back here. You got to bring <laughs> it back here. That's what everybody's saying. You know, yeah. so we, we hope the invitation's there. I don't know about next year. I would sure love to, but at least in the near future, if not, if not next year. Yeah. Again, but. Uh, well, you know, we've got to throw a big thanks out there to the county commissioners, uh, donating the fairgrounds to us. Mm -hmm. You know, it gave us a, a great place to work out of, mm -hmm. you know, plenty of room. There's uh, a lot of good things about this area. You know, we always look at, you know, you got to have hotels. Yes. People yes. need places to sleep. Yeah. You've got some campers and a lot of a good place here on the fairgrounds too. For yeah. Camper yeah, hookups. I think it's $25 a night for yeah, camper hookups. Yeah, very affordable. But you have some uh, good hotels right within just minutes of the fairground here. Good byways in this area. And it's just everything's just been spectacular. Yeah, you're, you're a mile off of the interstates. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, Interstate 79, one yeah. mile to the fairground. Not even a mile, a half yeah. a mile to the fairground. So. Yeah, well, you're the president of the of the club and, and leading this whole organization here. And you can see the, the leadership and the, the efforts you guys put into it. And we really appreciate it. And we thank you for that. Uh, you're welcome, and and thank you for coming. I thank you for having the hunt here. Yeah, I it, you know it's it's. I think when when we told the commissioners that we were going to have the the hunt here, they thought, oh, okay, you know we're going to have some dogs there. They they never thought it was going to be as big as what this actually is. Yeah, yeah. And and they were uh, Betsy Rohan or Betsy McClure. The county she, commissioner. Yeah, the county yes. commissioner. She was she was extremely pleased. She had a good time here. Yeah. And she says that, you know, hopefully if we bring it back next year, they can get some sponsorship. Yeah. To cover the cost of the meals for everybody. Oh, how awesome would that and, be? The uh, owners would be. That'd you know, be, that, yeah. that would be great. And, yeah. and she's talking about getting some other sponsors in to where we could possibly get some nicer prizes to raffle off yeah, them and yeah. that would bring in some more money for all the local clubs. Yeah. You know, we've, uh, I've been at the United Kennel Club since 2004. So I've been at quite a few of these world finals and I don't know, I can ever remember a crowd still here on Sunday morning in round three as I have today. Yeah. And a lot of the hunters stuck around. They're just happy to be here. You know, it's uh, it's a full elimination. Every round, three quarters of them get eliminated, but the ones that have stuck around, but that has a, that has, uh, contributes a lot to how much fun they've had here and, uh, right. and appreciate all the, <clears throat> the efforts here, but right. So, but anyways, I won't take up any much of your time, but really, <laughs> right. really thank you so much. Thank all you right. very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. And thank you for coming.
Matt Turner from Ohio has been around the Beagle format since he was a little kid. He leaned on Merle Spicer, one of the oldest field reps that we had in the in the program. He learned a lot from Merle, and we talked about Merle a little bit in this interview with Matt. Hope you enjoy. Well, it's Saturday afternoon here in Waynesburg, and I'm sitting here with Matt Turner. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. Man, we've had a good crowd here this afternoon still for the top 16. We've got 16 dogs left in the hunt. Now, I, th- I don't know. I ever remem- remember seeing this many fo- er, people here this late. Yeah, me either. Uh, there was quite a few more trucks here this morning than I thought there would be. Good crowd. Yeah, so uh, Matt Turner from Ohio, you've been around this business forever, have you not? Long time. Yeah. Long time. I know old Swafford talks about you and Merle Spicer. You tagging along with old yep. Merle coming to the hunts a long time. When did you first start? I I started going to the hunts um, in nineteen ninety two, um, and then I I didn't an- handle my own dog in a hunt till February of ninety three. Man, you got the you're you're like old Finley River in the Coonan. He <laughs> knows all the months from back in the sixties. But yeah, uh, I. I got a pretty good memory. Do That's you remember, about it. Do you remember the first hunt you ever hunted in and what dog that would have been? You remember The that? first hunt I hunted in yeah. myself? Yeah. Yeah, it was February uh, 1993. Oh, that was the first hunt you hunted in? Yeah, okay. I just went and spectated with Merle Nim before that. Before that. I got you. Um, yeah, so what dog was that? You remember? Uh, Turner's TNT Jip. Oh, yeah. Good one or what? Yes, yeah, she was a good one. Took yeah. second place in the restaurant that day. Really? First hunt. Is that what fired you up? Yep. Uh, actually, Roy Swafford won, won the beat me. He got first. <laughs> uh, yeah. Would you remember where it was at? Kilbuck, Iowa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, back in those. That's about a, six inches of snow. That's about the same time I started. You know, we talk about uh, going to different clubs. But back then, it was nothing to, for us to drive to Kilbuck or Illinois and, you know, yeah. just a regular club hunt. I've been I've been to all kind of states. I remember uh, Merle drug. He didn't tell me. He tricked me. He said, "Can you get out of school Friday?" I said, "I'll ask my mom." She said, "Yeah." And he said, "We're going to a hunt," but he didn't tell me where we was going. We drove all the way to Mississippi to the Mississippi State Hunt. Yeah, and that was a long drive. Yeah, that. See, we had a couple of clubs in Arkansas back in the early days, too, you know, and a couple of places like that. Those were in guys drove back then. Sure did. That uh, that club we went to was the, the old guy, the old feller that run that club was, uh, he ended up having the first dual grand champion in the UKC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And what was his name? Remember his name? I can't remember his name. I remember the dog's name, but I can't remember his name. Yeah. What were some of the good dogs that you remember from back then? Way back then, uh, Merle's old bow dog was a great dog. Um, uh, Daly's Abbey was a great dog. She was a nice one. I remember yeah, her. Um, she was a little different, but just. Buck, Brush Buster. I got ten, to run uh, with him at Missouri. Nationals. Yeah. Yep. Um, Dave Henderson. Dave Henderson. Then there was another great dog from Missouri, Singer, owned my, by uh, Ronnie McNeely. Oh, yeah. And. That feller from Coldwater, what what was it? Tappenden. No, not not, not him. Not Pat. The oh, crazy Sexton. one. Don Sexton. Sexton. Don Sexton. He could never beat that dog, so he got mad and paid that guy all kind of money for that dog and bought her, and then never turned her loose again. <laughs> he bred her and had some pups, but yeah, yep. Yeah. There there was some nice. 
back then, um, you would go to a club, you know, whatever club in your state or, or if you went to another state, there was like two or three really good dogs in that club. Mm-hmm. And you knew if you drew one of them, you better be ready to go. Hey, that brings that brings up a good question, and I think I agree with you. There was there were more uh, back in those days. There were a couple of really better dogs, but when you compare that to to today, don't we have more dogs that are better, more better dogs than yes, did back we do. Then? There's way, and and I'm not knocking nobody from back then. No, but, absolutely um, not. You know, everybody just started with farm dogs. Yeah. Um, now, you know, I think Todd Kellum and Todd Morgan talked about that a little bit in one of the first episodes we did with, uh, you know, digging back into the old Beagle program stuff that everybody just kind of, uh, you know, kind of what they say in racing, race what you, you know, what you brung. Mm-hmm. Yep. Just rabbit dogs. Right. They Just rabbit dogs. Just, you know, everybody just met up on, on a Saturday when they started these things and run their old rabbit dogs yeah. against each other. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the dogs has gotten way better than there's a there's lot a, of good dogs and now. there's a lot of just like this world hunt you know there's a lot of dogs that that can couldn't win yeah that are in contention every any one of them 16 there has got a chance yeah. in my opinion yeah i ran no, with them all and there's not really just one just a dominating no, dog really there's not a dominating dog in that bunch yeah yeah so uh obviously you've been doing this for a long time have uh, you showed dogs uh, uh and you judged a lot of shows but why don't you judge the show this uh for us on friday yesterday yeah and uh what uh what your thoughts on how the show went and some of the dogs you had in it there was uh actually um a lot of them a lot of them dogs were nice and a lot of them was uh in the, especially in them um open males and females classes a lot of them dogs were were tight. They was all about this, you know, the same same caliber dog. I had to kind of nitpick a little bit to get to to get the winner, but there a lot of them dogs are, was pretty much similar. Yeah, and then in the in the grand final, you put up for uh, the male or the female winner uh, was uh, the champion dog out of Missouri, Josh Byers uh, Aria. I'm not sure how he Aria. called Aria female. Yeah, and then. Uh, Angie Vandergriff's male, that uh, little bit of mayhem, who's yep. done a lot of winning, but those were your top male and top female. That was my top two. Yeah, what what uh, what were your thoughts on those two dogs? Them, mm-hmm. that, that that was that's a very 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 nice female, very nice, put together really well. Um, and the male is just a a big strong um a male. Now. With them two, I really had to go and just in my head I was pointing out for the, for the 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 breed uh, you know the breed standards. Yeah, I had I was given a point for each dog in my head. Yeah, you know, going straight up by the by the breed standards, yeah. and to get the winner. And the male, he just he had more muscle. Um, yeah, he's, he's better. He's his muscle up pretty good. Better feet, um, a better back end. Um, just a just well rounded dog. Yes, well rounded. He's he's pretty much flawless. 
in my opinion. Yeah. Now yeah. that's just my opinion, but in my opinion, he's pretty much flawless. Yeah, he's obviously hard to beat, and she's been, you know, she's kind of been the class of, or that dog's been the class of the field, you know, in, in, in a bunch of shows here in the last couple of years, but man how how you could tell how excited she was yeah. to finally win that she yep. came so close you know last year she had the dog in the finals and got beat by the female litter mate. Final, and it was a litter mate yep. right and yep. a super nice dog but yeah and their mother you know won the world show twice yeah yep. yeah so uh but yeah we had a nice little show here at the at waynesburg the little building we had it in had a good crowd in here yep, too good it was crowd. nice and clean that was a good good quite a bit good dogs i yeah. mean there was a 30 some yeah 30 some dogs in the show right? yeah that was yeah. a good show yeah so uh let's segue into the hunt a little bit uh whole shot you've got him in the uh top 16 right now yep uh looking good for you right um holding he, out good he looked better today than he did yesterday yeah how old is he getting to be <laughs> he's now? going on seven he's gonna be seven yeah well yep. hey we see a lot of times you know some of these older dogs kind of these yep. elimination hunts like this kind of rise to the top yeah like but uh, yeah, uh, and and a bunch of good dogs in the top sixteen. Yeah, that's a lot of good dogs, and I I've ran with every one of them. Every one of them is nice dogs. How, how many times you as a handler uh, have you been in the final four of this world hunt? As a handler, final four. Let's see, one, two, three, Thir three times. Three final. Any fours. of them with your own dogs or handling somebody else's? Um. Dog? Well, I handled Mongo. I handled uh, Rip, or not Rip, um, Booty for Brian Mead. That's right. And That's then right. Uh, Gina, back in 2010, I guess she was half mine, I yeah. guess you could say. But, yeah. But um, Well, you won it a couple of years ago, several years ago now with Mongo. So two. You, two years. So you know you, you, you've been there, and what – what does that feel like as a handler when it comes down to let's say the last half hour? How, how does how does that? Oh, how does, you, how, what's you, that feeling? You start like? going through, you know, going through your mind. Please don't mess up. Please don't mess up. You know, I uh, I went a long time before I even ever got to a finals. Um, it's just a hard hunt to win. It is. It? it is. And you know, some of these new guys that gets in there right off the bat, and I'm happy for them. It's great. I, I'm glad to see that. Really. But, man, you know, I, it took me a long time to get there. But it is what it is. It's all good. And then when you when that clock finally hits, you know, and then you've won it, does it does it t take a while for it to sink in, or what's that? I well, I'll I'll be honest. Uh, two years ago when I went with Mongo, I was glad nobody was around because I got kind of teary. Yeah. When I finally caught him and yeah. I didn't want nobody to see that. But. Well, hey, you know, that's, you know, I think, you know, going back to anybody that hunts, like anything, but when there's a world, you know, the sport you're in and there's a world championship, I think that's what everybody aspires to win someday. Yes. You know, and we talk about how hard it is, and when you do even, you know, grown men aren't supposed to cry, I guess, you know. But, right, uh, right. Hey, I've done, you know, a lot of the coonhound uh, world hunts, a bunch of them, and it's the same way there. Yep. You know, even guys that you wouldn't think like that, but uh, when they do, I've seen a lot of them pull dogs off to the side, and it's it's emotional. Yeah, it uh, is. It truly is. Yeah. So it does. Uh, when you win something like that, does it kind of take away from your aspirations at all, or is the fire still there? Or do you just feel like more of a sense of accomplishment now, and and 
there's not that uh, aspiration. Is there still it, fire it, there, I guess? There's still fire for me, I <clears> think. Um, now with my work sweat schedule, uh, I don't get to go as many hunts as I'd really like to anymore. It's uh, tough for me, but um, I'm always going to be at the big ones. They're yeah. my favorites. Well, here in Waynesburg, Pennsylvania this weekend, man, we could not have had better weather for the last couple of days. You know, mid-50s uh, yesterday on Friday. Same thing again today. They had a little bit of rain midday yesterday on Friday. Uh, but you cannot beat the weather. And the game we've had so far, we've had uh, in three rounds, basically, uh, well, yesterday was round 1A and 1B, and then this morning round 2, We've had one cast that didn't have plus points. You can't beat that. No, you can't beat that. What are What are your thoughts on the weekend so far as I far as it. the hunting around here? I love it. The weather has been awesome. I like the cool weather. Um, the, all my all my casts has had great running. And usually in the years past, you know that this this hunt that it something goes goes weird there, and you the running's not always the best usually yeah but so far this weekend man it's been great can't beat it no we pounded this morning i mean pounded the whole 90 minutes almost and the rabbits they just wouldn't come across the gravel road so we could you know score lines but they'd come up the edge and go back and them dogs just kept pounding and pounding and pounding yeah yeah it's uh I've been here uh, before at uh, NHBA days in the spring. We mm-hmm. had good hunting, you know, yep. and, and the club just, the guides just have They have it. so many great spots down here. It's crazy. And they just, they really put a lot of effort they into do. prepping their spots. And they, they do. were tickled to have the hunt here and they, it shows. Yep. And it's, a, and it's, they're getting paid for it as well. People right. are loving it. I love it. You know, when you, it's. I'll I, be back. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, Matt, I'm going to let you go here. Okay. You're going to be heading out here in a little bit for round three Saturday evening here, so appreciate you stopping in here a little bit. And uh, You're welcome. Thank you for uh, to UKC for all they do, all our sponsors, Waynesburg Beagle Club. Been, it's been awesome so far. All right. So thank you, Matt. You're welcome. Izzy Note was one of eight or ten youth handlers that were at the World Championship this year, and she ended up in the top 16 with a dog named Brute. I had a chance to sit down with Izzy and talk to her about Brute and her run at the World Championship this year. Hey, Izzy. Hi. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good, good. We're here in Waynesburg, PA at the World Hunt on Saturday afternoon, and you have got to be excited. You are in the top 16 still. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Um, I honestly didn't think I was going to make it through. I thought I was just going to get a spectate, but pretty glad that I made it. Oh man, is what is, what does that feel like? Did you did you think uh, when you come here, how old are you first of all? How old I'm are 15. You? 15 years old from Indiana. Yep. Uh how does that feel? Do you think about it on the trip out here? Do you think about man, how cool would it be to get in the top 16 or the final 4? Do you think about that? Yeah, I was thinking which dog I thought was going to make it, and I thought that I didn't think that I was going to get through the first round, yeah. but I did. So so tell us about the dog that you're hunting. You're hunting somebody else's dog, and how did that happen, and who? And what dog is that? Yeah, I'm hunting Brute, um, TJ and Corey's dog, because— TJ Baumgartner yes. from there at your local club. Yeah, and Corey Touche. Touche, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, I'm hunting him for them because— Corey couldn't come, and TJ was on vacation. Out on a beach somewhere yep, on the weekend of the, the world beach. hunt. 
I wonder what he's thinking about about right now. I have no idea. He's probably <laughs> excited that, he, and he didn't have to handle either. So, have you been talking to him? Yeah, oh, uh, I've been texting him, and he's just wondering how, and he's excited that I got brute through this far. So. Yeah, well, I'm sure he is pretty excited, and he's probably tickled for you too mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, what kind are? Is he an easy dog to call for you, brute? No, not well, really. Like striking him, yes, but handling, no. As far as catching him and yeah. things like that? doesn't handle that well. Well, but... that TJ needs to work on him a little <laughs> bit, maybe. A little bit. <laughs> you you need you would have done a little better in the training part of it if it be you, right? Well, apparently he listens to TJ and just okay. not me. Just doesn't, just doesn't yeah. listen to you. Well, hey, he's, he's probably not. Have you hunted him before for TJ at all or no? I haven't hunted him for TJ before, but I've ran against him a lot. So yeah. I knew what his mouth was yeah. pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you go to a lot of youth hunts. When did you when when did you first start with hunting beagles? Do you remember your first hunt? My first hunt was at the, I think it was at the Magenic Club. I think at the um, Lions Club. Yeah. When it was held there in yeah. Indiana, and I won with Wren, who I usually handle. Yeah. And then my mom won with Lucky the same day, and I think that was my first ever. And when was that here in the last couple I think couple that of, was like two years ago. Two maybe? years ago, yeah. What, what, uh, how did you, what interested you in running Beagles? I played volleyball when that, when that was happening. I, I don't play anymore, but I just like, like, I love the outdoors. So that was part of it. And I love dogs. Yeah. So that. And you, do you, you like competing? And my mom. Yeah. Yeah. And your mom is who? Stephanie Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and do you like competing? Do you like the competition part? I like it? the competition part better than I like just pleasure hunting. Yeah. Do you? Just so you're yeah. kind of a competitive person. Yeah. Do you play other sports in school too? Or? No, I'm in FFA though. I'm the treasurer in FFA. Yeah. But I quit volleyball, so I don't do that anymore. Yeah. So, uh, and there's a group of you kids there in your local area there around the Magenica club, mm -hmm. uh, have, uh, you, did you just meet all of those just because of the or from the club or is yeah. it school or what? Yeah, just from the club. Yeah, um, from JJ Kennels, we met from Joe and Allison Achilles, and then Jared Achilles and Eli, yeah, and e Carson, which yeah, she Eli, handles sometimes. Yeah, Eli Watson, you're mm -hmm. talking about. Yeah, and all of you kids have had uh, a lot of success already. It mm -hmm. Seems like a couple of weeks ago, Eli was kind of the big dog for the kids yeah. at the McVeigh hunt. And then he won the Michigan State hunt. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you guys have been kind of, we see uh, on Facebook all the time, you guys are going to trials everywhere. So mm -hmm. that's kind of cool to see. And it looks like you're having a lot of fun. Yeah. Long trip over here to Waynesburg, but uh, this has kind of been your weekend so far. Yeah. You are our Youth Handler Award recipient this year at the World Hunt. You are in the top 16. Yeah. So here we are on Saturday afternoon. Uh, and you're going to meet with your cast here about three o'clock with your guide and, mm -hmm. and your judge and everything. We've drawn all the cast. Yep. What? Are you nervous? Not really. You're not? I know. I've hunted with all the guys in my cast. And yeah. I mean, I'm a little nervous, but I'm more excited just to get out there and see who's the best dog out there. Yeah. Does it, does this feel any different, uh, in this position than it does at a hunt back home, say at the club? Just I don't think it's club? hit me yet. Cause not really. Maybe. 
do you do you ever get nervous when just before you unsnap a dog or yeah how um, do you cope with how do you cope with your your nerves you know i hear some people say well they do this or they do that some People will suck peppermints or something to calm their nerves. I bite the nerves. inside of my cheek a lot. Do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, what would you? What advice would you give for other young girls that that would like to hunt uh, beagles? Don't be intimidated by all of the other people. It's you're one of them. You're a handler. I mean, you know what you're doing if you study the rules and know what you're doing, and just go out there and have fun. I mean, yeah. And there's there's yeah. a lot you meet a lot of good people mm-hmm. and a lot of good other a lot of good kids trying to do or hunting dogs as well from all over the country yeah. really and you lose a lot more than you win yeah that's yeah but it's that's that's all part yep. of it isn't it mm-hmm. and then it's just like you know a couple of weeks ago we mentioned guys like Eli Watson you know it seemed like it was his weekend at the McVeigh hunt mm-hmm. and then and I don't think I don't know if you want any cast there at the McVeigh hunt or not but look here we are at the World Hunt a couple of weeks later. And you're the one that's on the platform yeah. today. How cool yeah, is that? That is well. Hey, congrat congratulations to you, Thank and you. good luck uh, tonight in tonight's hunt. And how cool would it be to be in the final four? Yeah. Tomorrow? Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't even know. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you go, but I appreciate you uh, talking with us today, and good luck. Yeah. Thank you. We'll be right back. If you're trying to contact UKC by phone, don't wait on hold. Use the online chat feature on ukcdogs.com. On Saturday evening after round three, I had an opportunity to sit down with each one of the final four handlers after they came back, just right after their semifinal cast win. Emotions were still high. And as soon as they came into the headquarters, I took them right over here to interview them and catch some of that excitement and uh, some of those emotions. Uh, my first interview here was with Alan Newby, the handler of Stacy's Mountain Outlaw Freck. Here's Alan. Well, here we are again, Alan. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Round three, Stacy's Mountain Outlaw Freck. You got him in. You won the cast Saturday night here at Waynesburg World Hunt. Tell me about it. Um, well, Freck did all the work. He just did his job, and I called the dog like he ought to have been called. And when I struck him, and he jumped three out of, I think, five tracks. Yeah, I'm and, looking at the scorecard here. Looks like, yeah, three tracks he made um, good on that you scored on. Yes, uh, he he uh, was split second and third on the first line. And unfortunately, he was uh, one of the dogs that missed uh, a line on another track. But, uh he continued to jump the rabbits, and that helped us. And when they were produced, and he just did his job. <laughs> yeah, he just he did yeah. a phenomenal job, and he, uh, Jeff Stacy's done his homework with him. Yeah, well, uh, I see uh, you. You actually tied here with uh, Owen D'Agostine and his female uh, Cold Winter Breeze, but you won on the tiebreaker here. Uh, but looked like she she gave him. Oh, she gave him a run for money, yeah. and she was a heck of a hound, and um, uh. Towards the end of the hunt, all four dogs, you could tell they've been running all weekend. And, you know, three 90-minute rounds on these hounds has yeah. put a toll on them. But yeah. uh, every dog in the cast did a nice job. But, yeah. but Breeze, she did a phenomenal job also. And I know it's heartbreaking for Owen to lose on a tiebreaker, but, you know, it it's, it happens. And Yeah, yeah. That's uh, 
Then you, you had uh, you drew out with, uh, we mentioned uh, uh, Owen D'Agostine, Cold Winter Breeze, Brandon Offlick with uh, Soul Collector, and then also Carl Miller with that All Day Return of Clyde. I know that dog's been looking good oh, as yeah. well, and a lot of guys had him picked to win Clyde this does a lot of winning at the big hunts. He, yeah. He's always there. The Eliminator in Tennessee, he was there. He's 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 always in there. He's he's always at the end, and uh, Brandon and them, and they're always in the top. 10 it looks yeah. like and i mean he he had a he had a hard cast but yeah you know uh, uh looking at these dogs soul collector he's six uh but freck is seven and you know what we always say about world hunts these aged dogs tend to yep tend, tend to, to shine at the when it when it counts in these long elimination rounds yep they get it done and actually uh we were talking about it on the way back in Frex did a phenomenal job all weekend he's he's did great he's hunted great um but it seemed like to me every round Freck got better and better. Yeah, he was really on his game in this last round. He he was jumping rabbits. I mean, he was ten inches from catching one of them when he jumped him. I mean, it was and it was ten foot away from us. And yeah, it was it was a sight. He he yeah. put on a show, and I'm 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 just so proud of him. Yeah, just another just another round of uh, running. What we've seen here in the first couple oh, rounds absolutely. here at the World Hunt. Absolutely, like. some of the best, one of the best I've ever been. It's it, Good running all weekend. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it looks like, who who was your guide on this cast? Uh, Randy Moore. Randy Moore and, from the club here, yeah. We went right above Randy's house, and you could tell Randy and the other guys have done a lot of work, and it was an excellent spot. I hadn't run, I've never run this spot up here, but it was it was rabbits everywhere. It was, yeah. it was a good spot. Yeah, so, uh, what, do you know what uh, Freck is out of, how he's bred up? Uh, Freck is out of... I believe he's out of a bold stroke female that uh, Mark Overcash had in the house. I think if I'm you're not correct. Mistaken, I think, yeah, uh, I think you're correct. I'm not positive. That Jeff but, and Coy owned, uh, mm-hmm. and Hoss was, he was a phenomenal dog too. And I think yeah. he's been in the top, I know he's been in the top 10 at the world, at the uh, nationals and he may have been placed in the top 10 yeah. at the world, but yeah. Um, yeah, so you're you're down here or over here hunting that or up here, I guess, for you. Yeah, yeah up here. <laughs> up here for you. Uh you're hunting at the dog for uh Jeff Stacy, who couldn't be here. Yeah, Jeff is having some health issues and um um I I, I was proud to do it for him. And I told Jeff when we talked probably five weeks ago that he wasn't gonna be able to make it and um I've had I had four dogs qualified and I told him I said, I'm not sending my fourth dog in. So I can run this dog for you because this dog is doing a, a great job and he deserves to go to the world. And I'm not sure too many people would have brought him up here. Jeff and uh, his wife Debbie, she's she's pretty fond of this They're dog. Partial and, to Freck. Oh, she she yeah. Freck is her baby, and it's not many people that they would trust him to. And I, I mean, it's I'm I'm honored that he trusted him to me. And um, and I told him I said Jeff, I'm gonna do everything I can. If Freck does his part, I promise I'll do mine. We're getting it done and. Yeah. One more round. Yeah. So have you talked to Jeff already? Probably on your ride back. On your way back home, I talked to him. What did he have to say? He said, I know you could get it done. He's on his game. And he said, I'm proud of you. And he wants to come up here. He wants yeah. to make that seven hour ride. But yeah. Um, I wouldn't turn him away if he came. But. Um, well, you know those Stacys. They're they're stubborn as they can be. They don't call them outlaws for no reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I love him like a brother. And I I've known Jeff, Jeff since I've started. He and his father Coy, uh, both of them have been big influences on 
on me throughout my 10, 15 years I've been in it, and I consider him one of my closest friends, and I'm just so proud to do this for him. Yeah, well, we're going to look ahead to tomorrow morning, Sunday morning, the final cast. Freck and you are in the final cast. And uh, yeah, have you had time to think about that much on your ride back here to headquarters tonight? No, not really. Um, it's like uh, I was telling Joey in the morning, I think yes, this morning on the cast, I told Joey, I said, I don't want to think ahead. It is what it is. And um, out on the cast, you know how guys keep up with scores in the head and this yeah. and that. I'm not one yeah. that does that. I, I go by play-by-play, call the dog when he does, and and just wait till the end and figure the scores. And it worked out. And I yeah. I don't try that keeping up with it. Yeah. It just – it seems to go better with me if I don't. Yeah, well, you know, the last, I don't know how many world hunts on Sunday morning that you've still been there wherever the hunt was, and you were oftentimes in the gallery. Yeah. And oftentimes one of the first to congratulate the winners. And, uh, yep. you know, tomorrow the it's going to be you out there in the field. And uh, how it's, uh, let me ask you this, on the way up here, on the ride up here, do you have any thoughts about what it would be like maybe to, be in the finals with Freck this weekend? Did you think it could possibly happen, or do you? Is that something you thought about? I knew Freck was was dog enough to do it, and he was on his game the way he's been running for the last few weeks. I knew Freck was capable of doing it, and yes, I thought I'll be. I'm serious. I thought about it, and and the only thing I could think about is doing it for Jeff. Yeah, and that's what it's all about. Now, I mean, to me, this is not a win for me. It's a win for Freck and Jeff. Yeah. Well, it's happening, Allie. Era Allen, it happened. You're going to be in it. I hope. I, I hope it. I hope we have good running and good luck to everybody. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations. We'll see you tomorrow morning at seven o'clock, and one more round left to go. And good luck to you and Freck. Thank you. Enjoy it. Dave Hummel was the second uh, cast back, uh, second cast winner to come back on Saturday afternoon with Old Dirty South Ace. I grabbed Dave, and we sat down and talked about his win. Here's Dave. Well, here we are, Dave Hummel, Saturday afternoon, and you are still in the ball game with Old Dirty South Ace. Tell me all about it. Been a good hunt, lots of good running. Excellent club. They put on a good show, and we're going to take her to the end. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, on the, uh, just a few minutes ago, we were talking about this, uh, you've been in the finals before, uh, let's, let's back up a little bit, uh, with old Purdy. Old Purdy, I won it with her in 2011, the first one we had in Tennessee. Yeah. So, uh, and then you were in the finals again in Missouri. Yep. Uh, with, uh, that was with Will. Well, with Will. second with him. Yeah. So second there. And, uh, so first and a second. And but let's talk about your cast a little bit, friend. On Saturday night here in Waynesburg, tell tell us about it. Well, it started out. For one, there's a lot of mountains down here. We went, we walked for a long ways before we jumped the first rabbit. But when once we jumped the first rabbit, it was on. I mean, we just kept jumping rabbits, sight chasing rabbits, and it ended up being a really good cast. Yeah, and a looking, close cast. I'm looking at the scorecard here, and you three lined the first one already. Yep. Yeah, so you took a first line, a second line, and a last line, I guess, on that first one. But you, so you were in with uh, uh, what dogs were you in here with? Landon Carroll with Tank, and you had Eric Yan out of Michigan with Swamp Masters Trump, and then also Jacob Coons with Cleaning Up Clyde. 
It looks like uh, Clyde was kind of he was kind of neck and neck with uh, with you there. Yeah, he was pushing in my back door. He, well, he was coming after me. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, it looks just like a good hunt, and and again a, a decent score, and just uh, just kind of a reflection of what's been going on all week long or all weekend here at the World Hunt in Waynesburg. Yeah, and you know I I never judged a cast this weekend, and the judges I had were upstanding people. Yeah. Yeah, and and same with all the guides. Obviously, yep, the you know, guides but, yep. did an excellent job. Yeah. So, uh, what's uh, old Dirty South Ace? He's a three-year-old male, and you just acquired him just this year, did you not? Yeah, we acquired him. Uh, me and Muggsy bought him May of this year. Vernon Shear. Yeah, Vernon Shear. Everybody calls him Muggsy. <laughs> yeah, we call him Muggsy. Yeah. Uh, he wanted to go half on him, so we went half, and we buy him off uh, Bill Cox. Yeah, he's a. Uh, He's already PC, PKC Platinum champion. Yeah. So we brought him back to uh, UKC. What's he What's he out of? He's out of uh, world champion drum, PKC world champion drum, and a female that Muggsy raised. Oh, yeah. So what's uh, Muggsy thinking about all this? He's excited. <laughs> Is he? He's excited. Has, he, has Muggsy had a dog in the finals of any world hunt? Uh, never. Never? <laughs> never. <laughs> he probably yeah so uh three years old he's uh he's young so far we uh we've got two dogs that came back here we're here saturday afternoon it's about six thirty in the afternoon and you were the second cast back here so we know one of them that's going to be in uh alan newby with uh, jeff stacy's freck dog and he's got he's got double the age he's a seven-year-old yeah. already you know so uh we'll see uh right now ace is one of the younger dogs that was in the top 16 here round three yep and we've got him in shape he's ready for it yeah so let me ask you that speaking of that what do you do to prepare for a hunt like this you uh it obviously probably depends on the dog a little bit but what did you uh do to prep ace well when we got him he was he had been run hard so i put some weight on him and we just i basically solo solo embrace yeah that's all i do with him yeah yeah so well, uh, do you still get nerves? Have you, have you, has, has it hit you yet? Or? No, I, like I told these guys on the way back from the cast, I said, it's just another cast. Yeah. Don't get excited. Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember well, the last one you were in, in Missouri, I remember you, Dave McVeigh, and I think it was Joe Brown, the three, three yep. dog cast there, you know, with old will there, but, yep. uh, uh, yeah. So that's been a little while. This, these don't come easy and don't just happen no. year after year for sure. You no, know, I didn't get to run the world last year. Yeah. Uh, it was the first time I haven't ran the world in, well, since 2005. Yeah. Uh, I still got my hat on. Yeah. From the first world. Yeah. So, uh, well, Dave, congratulations to you, you. And, uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning in, uh, in the final cast of the world hunt. All right. Thanks very much. Vernon Shearer, or otherwise known as Muggsy, um, is the co-owner of Dirty South Ace. I also had an opportunity to sit down and ask him uh, talk uh, dogs and talk about Ace a little bit. Here's Vernon. Well, here I am with Vernon Shearer. Uh, we, everybody calls you Muggsy. Muggsy, uh, your buddy Dave Hummel just got old Ace into the final cast of the world hunt. What are your thoughts? Have you thought about it? Yes, I have. What do you What do you I, think about it? I think it's fantastic <laughs> uh, for all of us. Yeah, and yeah. I just want to thank him for getting in there. Yeah, so. yeah. So uh, you guys just bought the dog here just earlier this year, and 
man, what a year you've had already. Yeah, huh? been a been a very very good one. Yeah, are you uh, are you getting to hunt the dog any, or is Dave no. hunting nope. most of it? Dave hunts it all. He's been taking care of it. So sending you the feed so, bill. Huh? Yes, yeah, dude, I get that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, did you on the way up here? Did you think about uh, maybe you got a good shot at this, or be where you are, or what? Uh, what were you thinking coming here? Yeah, we all three talked about it. Yeah, on the way here, and we we did say that we were. We're coming here to win it. Yeah, well, hey, you're yeah. one step away from that, right? One step away. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, well, I, uh, Dave, I talked to Dave a little while ago, and he's been in this position before, so I think you probably got a good, solid handler on him. Oh, yeah, he's, uh, he's been a rock for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, so uh, final final cast tomorrow morning. I, I suppose you're probably going to go out, and what, what do you think you can control your nerves tomorrow? Well, not not real good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you had no. a dog in the finals of a world hunt before? No, never. Never have. Never have. How long have you been hunting beagles? No. Oh, 50 years. 50 years, yeah. yeah. You know, uh, last, uh, where was it? Maybe a year ago, I think uh, I was at the McVeigh hunt, and I drew out with you, and you rode with me to uh, maybe down to Frank Miller's Frank place Miller. where we hunted. And we're going along the highway there, and you were telling me where the school you went to, and you were telling me about all the trapping you did before you went yes. to school. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. 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 Did, so, did it on a bicycle. Yeah. Right. So those were the good old days, huh? It sure were. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of good stories. I remember a lot of that conversation we had on the way there and back. Well, yeah, and we had a good little hunt, too. Had so. a good time. Yeah. So, well... I hear your phone's ringing. Your buddies are calling you. So congratulations right. and, and good luck tomorrow, Muggsy. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mitch Gould was the third cast winner to come back on Saturday evening. And his daughter, Aubrey, was with him. And she was very excited. Aubrey was very excited. And she had met one of her little friends uh, from Iowa that she met here. And she asked her dad if her friend could come in and sit in on this uh, interview. So here's Mitch, Aubrey, and Bristol Neff. Well, here we are Saturday evening. I'm here with another finalist, Mitch Gould with Heat 'em Up CL Tika. Mitch, or Mitch Gould, tell me all about your cast tonight. You came back a winner, but tell yes, me sir. what happened here. Well, I'll tell you, man, we, we pounded rabbits and... Uh, but we just had, we had kickers and right up, you know, first couple rabbits, I was, dog was operating like I like her to operate, but I was taking some third strikes and, uh, we got a big running rabbit. We seen three kickers. They wasn't even running. And I want to say it was over 30 minutes. We ran this rabbit and we could not get it lined and, um, just couldn't see it. Just, we were seeing rabbits, but not that rabbit. Not that rabbit. It was, uh, it was, it was crazy. One of those. Yes, sir. And, um. So we, that track finally ended, and uh, as a footnote, I fell and hurt my shoulder. And Trevor McQueen, when he hears this, will know he got a master's in uh, rehabilitation now <laughs> yeah. for my shoulder. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, we uh, they uh, that track ended, and our guide uh, Brian and Brian and Barry were our guides, and they said, "Hey, we got a spot. I think we can get one more rabbit. I want to say we had ten minutes." And at that point, she was down. We just had strikes, you know, and um, go over to the new spot, walk down the path. He says, oh, I know there's rabbit right here somewhere. And uh, I seen Tika, she'll stand up on her back legs and wind. Yeah. 
And I thought, she, she knows your rabbit over there. So we, we turned loose, and you could see the dogs were working. And she just dove over the hill. And I seen her going, seen her going. Probably 25 yards in the brush right there, just bang. You know, first strike. Rabbit went out, turned, come back. Um, we're standing there. We just we just happened to see it right out of the corner of eye. Just almost missed the rabbit. She come up, scored first line. Um, Jasper was second. And the only difference in the cast was uh, on that 30-minute marathon rabbit we had, uh, Tika got a check. Yeah. And that ended yeah. up, that line and that check and that, that jumped rabbit there at the end was the difference. It was, a, it was a good cast. Dogs ran awesome together. Yeah. They really did. Yeah, well, I see you won the cast by 30 points. You mentioned Jasper. That was Carl Miller. Carl Miller's dog out of New York had uh, Chris Rogan was handling that dog. Carl had another dog in the semifinals. Yes, sir. So, yeah, but it looks like it just kind of pulled it off there at the end, like yeah. you said, with that last first strike and first line on it. Then uh, you also had uh, Vicki Bassett with it, was in the cast with uh, her fidget uh, female, and then also April Beam, two ladies in the cast uh, with uh, lightning legs there. But, uh-huh. uh, yeah, so uh, tell me a little bit about Tika. How is how is she bred? Um, Tika came from a good friend of mine uh, when she was a year old. Um, Jeremy Woodling lives uh, just actually north of here a little bit. Um, I've seen her as a puppy, and and uh, he, he let us purchase her uh, when she was one. And we got her and been running her ever since. And um, she's out of uh, a female that he raised uh, called Big Meadows Birdie. Who won the ARHA World Hunt mm-hmm. and a Logan Elm Butcher? That's that's who she's out of. Yeah, I so, would love to be able to take credit for her. I love her to death. But yeah, she, I did not breed that dog, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy yeah. Woodling deserves the yeah. credit for the breeding on on Tika. Yeah, and you co-own this dog with Josh Ware. I see on on record. Yeah, but we all know Aubrey's the real owner. Oh yeah, <laughs> Aubrey. So, but hey, before uh, Aubrey's sitting here with us too, and and uh, I want to talk to Aubrey a little bit, but here in a bit, but. So heat him up uh, in the name, obviously, which we all know heat him up. Kennels has been a name you've had forever. Uh, then CL Tika, what does the CL stand oh, for? That's that's Country Lane. That's Country Lane. Jeremy Woodling. Who I bought. You gotcha. I got, my good. He's a great guy, good friend. Yeah. Excellent houndsman. Yeah. Uh, that's his kennel name. And yeah. I just I wanted to have I want to have something on the papers when I registered her um, with UKC. Yeah. To pay uh, respect to that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, a three-year-old uh, dog here, and you've done quite a bit of winning with this dog already this year. This was her first year in field trials. Um, we held her out. I, I really don't like to run young dogs much anymore in, in field trials. So her first hunt um, was the Eliminator. Um, she took, I believe, sixth, mm-hmm. top ten there. Um, her next hunt was NHBA Days, where we were lucky enough to to pull out the overall win at, at NHBA Days. Um she was semifinals at nationals, and then uh, we ran her in one other hunt. Oh, you, uh, Aubrey ran her at the state hunt one round. She won a cast at the state hunt, the West Virginia state hunt. Yeah. Uh, that's the hunt she's been in this yeah. year. Yeah. Yes, sir. So uh, I'm going to switch over here to Aubrey, this pretty young girl sitting here next to to us here. Aubrey, <laughs> uh, yesterday you showed Tika in the bench show, did you not? Yes, I did. Yeah, and you 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 won with Tika, didn't you, in the show? Yeah. Tell us about that. Did you have fun showing her? I had fun showing her, but it was like a little bit nervous with everybody. I could tell, I could like feel her shaking, and I petted her down, and then she calmed down, and then we got to the best show, best of the show, female. 
Yeah, that was uh, that was an awesome win for you and Tika. But I was watching you when we had the other called the other dogs up in the class, and Tika was jumping all over you, and she was smelling into your jacket. And what was in your jacket that she was smelling? It was like a dog treat, but it was shaped, shaped like a bacon. It's like a bacon piece. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was a bacon piece, I know, and and so I came over and I asked if I could take should take that piece of bacon away so she would cooperate a little more for you. So she liked that treat. Is that something that you give her a lot when she does what when you practice with her? No, we give her um, another kind. It's called snaps. That one helps like clean her teeth and gives her better breath. But that one I found right under that cover. She was sniffing under, and I was like, "What are you sniffing?" And then I took it. I was like kind of that from her and then now she's like whoa <laughs> yeah so what do you think of of tika are you surprised that dad got her in the final cast of the world hunt what are your thoughts on that what do you think about that i honestly thought i think i i thought she was at least going to get second or third but mostly i would feel like she got first second third but still i'm pretty happy i'm pretty pumped for her yeah, I'm sure you are, and we'll see what tomorrow brings. She's been she's been good so far, and we'll tomorrow's the the last the last cast. But uh, so you also met? Did you meet any new people here this weekend at the World Hunt? Any new friends or anything? Um, I met this one girl. Her name is Bristol. We became pretty good friends. And this was the first time you met Bristol. Yeah, the first time I met her at Thursday at the diner. Yeah, do you know where she's from? Um, Missouri. Yeah, she's from Missouri, and she actually came in here with you, and she's sitting right here next to us. And Bristol, what do you think about your new friend's big win here with Tika? I'm really proud of her. Well, that's good. Did you guys get to play, and did you get to know uh, uh, Aubrey this weekend? Yep. Yeah, what did you guys do? Uh, We actually went chasing around the groundhogs trying to find Oh, did you? So you had a, a lot of good fun. Isn't it fun to come to these events and meet other new people? Yeah. Are you about the same, you and Aubrey about the same age? Yep. All right. So let's go back, Aubrey, let's go back to your dad again. Uh, Mitch, uh, you've uh, won a lot of hunts over the years. You've been doing this for how long? When did you first get into Beagles? 1997, I think. Yeah, My so um, you have uh, you've been running uh, probably one of the guys that you would probably contribute uh, to a lot of your early days was probably old Prunny Dale oh, Prunny. Absolutely. Yep. Rest uh, in peace. Yep. Yeah, but you had uh, Prunny. You actually handled a dog for Prunny at one time, did you not? Or a couple, maybe. Yeah, a bunch. <laughs> a bunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I was a, I was a, I was a coon club kid. You know, yeah. and uh, I loved to coon hunt, and I met Dale through common friends you know because they also was a coon hunter at one time and uh we had a lot of rabbits on my dad's farm and so i was common friend you know said hey got this guy wants to come run some run some rabbits so we just hit it off you know and he seen the farm all the rabbits on my dad's farm he said boy you need a bagel i I didn't have a driver's license yet you know but he knew i could run that dog on that farm you know and um so he took care of me i mean you know, he, he, uh, one of the first dogs I, I ran for him was called, um, oddly enough was, uh, her name was Ricky, who was in the first world hunt final, White River Miss Ricky. Yeah. And I, uh, conditioned her a lot for Dale and ran her a lot. 
and um, White River Big Jake, um, who's kind of the foundation of our kennel 20 years ago when we started mm-hmm. Heat Em Up Kennels. And uh, just to be blunt, Dale gave me that dog, you know, and, and, and Jake won a lot and, and uh, produced a lot. But yeah, yep, Dale was uh, a, a big, uh, big, big mentor in my life for yeah. sure. Yeah, so uh, your first time handling a dog in the final cast of the world hunt, as I understand it, what are you, have you had much time to think about that yet? Not really. You know, I I I, I love dogs. I'm not. I'll, I'll handle you know handle a dog when when we when we need me to, but it's not something I, you know, I, I like it, but it's not something I'm like, oh boy, I just can't wait to go handle a dog. I like to yeah. sit back and with the spectators and yeah. they were up on that hill watching our cast. They were having a lot more fun than walking up and down that steep bank than we were. But, uh, nah, we're just feel very blessed and, uh, gracious. It's just been a, been a fun weekend. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's been a good weekend here in Waynesburg. You know, they have had, they've had, uh, the guides have been able to put all the hunters on, on, on game in most every round. And we're now down to Pat or, uh, got round three done and every cask has come back with plus points except for one. And man, you can't beat that. That's unbelievable. Phenomenal job this weekend. And the weather's been awesome, but, uh, what uh, one final question here for you is what what do you feel uh uh are Tika's strongest suits um I, uh, number one she's uh extremely talented at controlling a pack of dogs so in b- bigger running especially she can lock on and, and drag dogs yeah it really is as much as i've ever seen a female be able to do that you know because she's not a real big dog but um she has a she has a tremendous amount of athleticism and she can she can really roll in yeah. the right circumstance yeah but um yeah I, I would say that's her best trait you know she she hunts hard um she's not a real rangy hunter like some of you know our breeding mm-hmm. um but she's she, she she'll dig she'll grub one out um but uh all around all a smile found um can get you know she she likes to bang i mean she's a banger yeah. and um so if i had to say you know a fault you know she she can she can get up and, and and get on the outside once in a while yeah but um when she gets it she can hold on to it yeah well mitch congratulations and uh good luck in the finals on uh tomorrow morning thank you alan appreciate it buddy aubrey good luck to you too thank you blake barkman was the fourth cast to come back from uh on saturday night uh, and as it turned out heat him up foxy roxy was the winner of that cast and i had an opportunity to sit down with blake and talk about his cast win and his thoughts for sunday morning's cast here's blake well folks here i am saturday evening after round three every ball the casts are back in and i am here with uh, blake barkman from albion indiana with Heat em Up Foxy Roxy was a cast winner in cast number three in the semifinals, and she's moving on to the final cast on Sunday morning of the World Hunt. Blake, how do you feel about that? Just nervous and hope for the best tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Hope I don't make a mistake. Yeah. Well, first of all, before we talk about tomorrow, uh, how did your cast go tonight? What? Uh, tell us a little bit about your cast. Did you have good running? Yeah, we had pretty good running. I just... She kind of was getting last strikes, and at the end, she started picking it up and looked a lot better. Then had a couple lines, and I mean, running was pretty good. Better, best I've had this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, 
you, the other dogs you had in the cast, you had Adam Banks uh, with the Lula dog, and then Izzy Note, our uh, youth, our youth, uh, highest, high, highest placing youth this uh, weekend with uh, Thomas Baumgartner's brute dog was in the cast, and then also Matt Turner with Hole Shot. And uh, but you pulled it off with Foxy Roxy at the end. You scored three thirty plus. And uh, did you did you feel how did you feel going into this cast against these other dogs? You were pretty confident. I was just nervous because semifinals. She was <clears throat> she hurt her eye a little bit and she didn't really act like she was gonna go out. But they jumped the rabbit and then she was go and all go after that. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, uh, you know that's that's three rounds now uh, that she's that she has uh, came out on top. But uh, what uh, what is she uh, what is she out of? And I guess you just bought her here in the last year or so, right? Yeah, I bought her last July. Okay, and who'd you get her from? Uh, Derek Bowen. Derek uh, Derek Bowen from West Virginia. Yeah. How is she bred? Uh, she's out of Dagestan, Sir Mongo in the top, and then heat him up hailstorm on the bottom. Oh yeah, so she's bred up pretty good. A couple of winners, top and bottom. Those dogs have done a lot of winning. So uh, yeah, um, what uh, what is it that you like about this dog? Is she one of the better ones that you've had? Yeah, she's probably the best dog I've owned. She's smart with her mouth. Don't get minus very much, and she's got some decent foot. I mean, she can she can keep up with some dogs, but she's just smart. She's a smart dog in general. Yeah, yeah. What uh, I know at the one of your biggest wins with her was probably so far has been was probably the Hunting Beagle Nationals uh, this past spring. You won the uh, registered division with her. Uh, I know you were pretty excited about that win, right? Yeah, that was pretty. Man, the biggest win is pretty. I mean, I thought I wasn't gonna be able to hunt her. She came in heat right before and came out right before, so kind of played it year by year. Yeah, so have you been hunting her a lot, or what did you do to uh, prepare her for the world hunt? Run a lot or out? What does it take to get her in shape for a hunt or ready for a hunt? Well, usually I usually run her pretty hard, but she was only ran for, I think, two or three weeks before this hunt. I mean, not as hard as they usually do, but usually run her every night, but she was put up for about a month and then started running her pretty decent and ran for two weeks before this. Yeah, like uh, like how often? Every day or a couple, several times a week or what? Usually every night if I can. Yeah. And, and we don't work. Sometimes I go out, run her real hard. Yeah, so what are what are your thoughts on the hunting that you've had here? You're from Indiana where it's flat and it's a little rolling here. Uh, I'm sh- She's probably taking the hills a little better than you. You're kind of a big boy here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, and every place I've been, they've been running up these hills. And I call them mountains, but I'm exhausted every time I go out. But uh, how's the hunting been, though, for you? You like the hunting here? Yeah, they've been put in good spots, but some of the, like yesterday, this morning, we kind of had a struggle to get one going, but, I mean, I do, I mean, dogs are dogs. I mean, we were putting rabbits. You can't complain about that. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, everybody's been pretty, uh, as far as overall, uh, it's just been really good here. The weather's been super good, but... So I uh, I saw when you brought uh, uh, Roxy, is that what you call her, Roxy, I guess? Yeah. Uh, I saw when you brought her in, she looks tired. How do you think, do you think she's she's going to be fine and holding up okay for tomorrow, you um, think? Yeah, she should be. The, the eye is really bothering her. I don't know. She poked it pretty bad, so I don't know. See about tomorrow, how it's, if it's even okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, it's probably a long ways from her heart, and and uh, and she's she's just a smaller female, uh, but yeah. So uh, you've n- never been in this position as far as the final cast of the world hunt. Did you come in here? Did you feel pretty confident about your chances, or what? Did you think you'd be in this position? No, to be honest, no, I don't. I didn't think I was going to be here, and dog did what she had to do, and made less mistakes Friday and Saturday. Kind of got lucky about some of the situations, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know the the final cast is made up of three three year olds, and oftentimes you know when we get to this uh, final cast, we see some of the older dogs prevail. But and we talked a little bit uh, about that this weekend with some of the other guys already. But you know what? This year we've got three three year olds. Two females are both three, and then uh. That's uh, the Tika dog, uh, Mitch Goulds, is three. And then Dave Hummel's uh, ace dog, he's three as well. And then uh, Alan Newby is the other male in the cast tomorrow, Outlaw Freck. But he's a seven-year-old, and uh, probably he's uh, he's been in the world finals before in the final cast. Uh, but what do you think your chances are? How do you like your chances against these other three hounds? I, I ran with one dog in here, and... I know how she is. And she's which pretty, one was that? Tika. Yeah. She's a tough female, and I haven't ran with the other two, so see what tomorrow comes. I know what Tika is, and she's a tough dog, so it's. Do you think? Do you think the age, like of uh, of Freck, uh, do you think that's going to uh, be to his advantage, or or uh, not really? You feel yours is pretty seasoned. I mean, more experience, you know. She has more. That dog has more experience. We'll just see. Yeah. How it comes tomorrow. Man. Yeah might make every dog might make a mistake yeah yeah well hey blake uh congratulations to you and uh do you uh have have you thought a whole lot about it you ride back to the fairgrounds tonight have you thought about a whole lot about it how tomorrow might be or anything or have you called home called your buddies what yeah i let a couple buddies know and they said bring it back to indiana tomorrow but i mean it kind of hits me but it's yeah. Just trying to keep it all in, not trying to think about it. Just another cast. Just. But you think I, you'll sleep all right tonight? I don't know. I'll see when I get back to the hotel. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing is probably important is make sure you get uh, Roxy, uh, uh, get her fed up tonight and uh, let her get some sleep, rest it up for tomorrow morning. But, Blake, congratulations, man, and good luck to you tomorrow on the final cast of the World Hunt. Thanks a lot, and I'll, I'll try. My final interview at the World Championship this year was on Sunday about noon after the conclusion of the final cast uh, after Mitch Gould won it with Heat 'em Up CL Tika. And here's my interview with the 2022 World Champion Mitch Gould talking about his win. Enjoy. Well, Mitch Gould, here we are on Sunday, almost noon. The final cast is over and uh, you've won it. You've won it. You and Tika have won the world hunt. What are your thoughts? Oh man, just surreal. You know, been a long, been a long journey. Come close before many times, many times. Somebody said, uh, "What's the closest you guys have gotten?" You know, as a, as a kennel, and well, take your pick, two through ten. <laughs> you know, and uh, just hadn't really set in yet, to be honest with you. And to have her with me has just been. Your daughter, your daughter Aubrey, is here with us again, and uh, 
Yeah, you could tell she was happy as well. But let's start. Let's start with this morning, man. We get up this morning, and it was it was frosty this morning here in Waynesburg. It really was. It was cold. I walked out to the truck. I couldn't believe how thick the frost was. I didn't think it's supposed to get quite that cold. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was chilly. Yeah. <laughs> we held off a little bit to get out there, and actually, I I expect we had I counted the trucks. We had nineteen trucks go out this morning. So wow. We have, Wow. spectators you know and they had a great you saw it up there had a great uh elevated hill yeah. for everybody to stand on in a in a good spot now you started away from us a little bit we'll get to that in a minute but uh but yeah you know it was uh talk about the hunt this morning how it how it went how it unfolded in just in a summer sure sure yeah we um so we get out there to uh rent one of randy workman spots and uh hey real quick just hats off to him i mean most of you know that are probably hearing this. Uh, the man spent seventy plus hours on a on a tractor, and this path was the paths in this spot were manicured. I mean, it was ready for the finals. So, really, a big thanks to Randy for that. And uh, so, anyways, uh, Randy got us, and unfortunately, shady side of the hill. <laughs> so, you know that frost was extra thick over there, and we're we're all like, man, this is gonna be gonna be tough, you know, and. Not the, and I, I kind of knew the the dogs in the finals other than ours. And I knew none of them are what I would call mouthy dogs either, mm -hmm. you know. So, but even a tight mouth dog can have a hard time that frost, as you know. So we got started there, and and uh, right off the bat we got a rabbit. Um, I believe Tika was second struck. Uh, we all kind of think it went down, but uh, couldn't find a hole. You know, very. That's thick what in there. the judges were telling me when they came back. Eric yes. said, "Man, he would have thought." And they looked and looked and looked and could not find anything there. Yes, and I'll tell you. Uh, Jacob and Trevor and Eric, I mean, them guys went in the brush. Yeah, the three I mean, they're judges cut, we they're, had signed. Yes, here. sir. Yeah. They're they're cut to death. They really they really did an awesome job today. And they looked and looked for a hole. Couldn't find one, so we 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 minused on that track. Um then we uh we turned loose again and I believe that's uh three dogs struck and um they ended up minusing on that track. Tika barked one time. We didn't I didn't strike her. And he, Eric said, handle dogs. So it wasn't 10 seconds after he said, handle dogs, way up the hill there, he could jump a rabbit. And, uh, I, and you know, we were me and Newbie and uh, Hummel were laughing. We were the 300-pound club out there. Yeah. We, <laughs> we didn't like that hill, you know what yeah. I mean? And uh, I said, I looked back at Hummel, and he looked at me and said, you just want to split on this track? He said, absolutely. And before he could even get it out, Newbie said, split them. Yeah. And then Blake yeah. agreed to split, so, yeah. so we split. And um, they took that track back and uh, circled it. And on the way back, we heard uh, Eric and Trevor had a line. And um, Tika, got it, Tika got it by herself. Mm -hmm. Got a line by herself. And up to that point, you know, we uh, they lost it there shortly after. What were you thinking at that point? Knowing, well, <laughs> knowing that you're the only dog here to score the first line in the world hunt and the only dog to score, that had to be. I tell you what I was thinking, Alan. I was thinking it's going to be a long iron three minutes. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, because I knew that place had a ton of rabbits. It's yeah. never over when you're in a place like that. You know you're going to get more score. Dogs got to keep operating, yep. keep performing. Yep. yep. And um, so you know, it's I knew a good, that it's a good position to be in. None yes, sir. Nevertheless, yes, sir. And uh, so you know, after that, we we went on up the hill a little farther, um, turned loose. Of course, the dogs went the opposite way that the guide wanted us to go. Of course, you know how that goes. Oh yeah. And uh, we seen Tika and Roxy working this 
Blackberry Thicket. Well, I mean, we did take another minus track before that. The Tika wasn't struck one, I believe. Um, so they took another 50 before we even got up the hill. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I'm getting all this in order, you know. But uh, uh, Tika and Roxy were together, and Roxy struck first. Tika struck second. Um, they drove that thing into the woods. Never could see it. Um, ran it for a long time. And we had a line called. Uh, I can't. I think Jacob said they missed it or it was a different rabbit. I can't remember. Um, never did score it, but they produced it. So, you know, we plus the strikes. Ran it for a long time. Um, again, in the process of catching dogs, um, I believe it was uh, Hummel's dog. Fires yep. out of there with a rabbit. Yep. We were all standing up there on the hill, and they're thinking, oh, man, that's <laughs> and sound, it's, it's sounding and good, it's thick dude. in there, too. Yeah. And, again, the 300-pound club, we look at each other like, <laughs> man, I hope Blake will agree to split because we don't want to go down in there. Steep country and yeah. thick. And uh, at first, Blake's like, I don't want to split because you know, he was behind, which, you know, can't blame yeah. the guy. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, no problem. But we all three hung our head like, oh, we're going down in there. Well, about that time, you could hear all four of them just jam down over the bank, yeah. pounding. And Blake goes, okay, I agree to split. And we were like, thank goodness, you know. <laughs> and um, so we split on that. I think we got a check. I think Hummel's all got a check. Um, but that's all we did, you know, on that track. They hunted out the rest of the event. Um, I might have left out a minus track in there. But basically, you know, Tika, uh, when she opened it, it's a jumped rabbit, you know. Uh, she doesn't bark on feeder scent or anything. I did, you know, she threw one bark on that frost. Obviously, I didn't strike her, but uh, that was a big difference. You know, getting line by herself was a big difference. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it was uh, it was a tougher morning, and a lot of it had to do because of that frost this morning. And and we could have maybe held off. You know, in hindsight, it's always twenty twenty. You know, I expected you to turn loose maybe closer to eight thirty, and and figured you know, hey, the first part of it might be a little frosty still here, but and really by nine o'clock. I was kind of watching the clock a little bit. It would have been pretty good, but then by then yeah. you already had three quarters of your hunt in, I guess. But the well, and being time. on the shady side of the hill, you know, like yeah. we was looking across the valley. It was sunny over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I tell you, once they got them rabbits into the now, the problem was the woods. It was like a brushy wood yeah. with no pads. Yeah. So, you know, you get they could pound in there. Yeah. But you can't see in there. Yep. You know, and uh, it, I mean, it was a pounding, pounding race. I mean, four dog, four good dogs. I mean, yeah. just pounded in. Yeah, well, nevertheless, Tika came out on top. So there, in the in the last half hour, your what were your what went through your head there, and how were, how was that last half hour for you as a handler? Well, again, it's a long. Or hasn't it soaked in at all yet? Or what were your what were you thinking? I just kept thinking long you know, half hour, a long half hour, and I kept watching, trying not to look at my my watch too too many times because you yeah. know you think well, it had to be ten minutes went by. You look at your watch when it was two only minutes two went minutes. by. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I just kept thinking, you know, uh, keep, keep doing your thing, girl, you know, keep, cause you know how it goes. I mean, when you're in plenty of rabbits and, you know, I don't care if you are up 200, you know, it can change on a dime. And, uh, I just kept trying to stay focused and not make a, not make a mistake. You know, I, I kept telling myself, you know, if she loses it, she's going to lose it. I don't want to make a mistake to lose it for her, you know? And, um, so that was kind of where my mind was and. And uh, try not to think too much ahead, you know, thinking how happy, yeah, Aubrey was going to be, and yeah, well, there was a crowd of people standing up there on the hill, and Aubrey, you were up there with your friend uh, uh, Bristol that we talked to last night here on the podcast, and what were you thinking? Were you did you know that uh, Tika was leading for most of the hunt? 
Well, yeah. Um, Cody Rucker was like make like he we could hear him all call, saying stuff, and Cody Rucker said, "I think Tika's in the lead," and I was like, "All right." And then we I heard Tika barking, and then I heard Rock Foxy Roxy, and then I thought I I thought she would come out in second or third, but there she is now front. It she won the whole thing. Yeah, she sure did. Are you were you excited when you found out for sure that she would she won the hunt? Yeah. What did you when your dad came up there on the hill to everybody? What uh, what did you tell your dad when you came up? I just took I just took a pause. I was like, I asked I asked someone like, "Hey, did you win?" And he was like, "Nope." And then I looked at dad and I was like, "Did we win?" And he's like, "We did it." You did it. You did it. Wasn't that a fun weekend to be here with your dad and Tika? You won in the, you won with Tika in the world show on Friday. You won best female show, and then here dad takes her in the hunt, and he wins the hunt with her. That's got to be such a good feeling and good memories. One of the best weekends with your dad right here in Waynesburg, don't you think? Yep. Yeah, so... um so yeah, there after the hunt time ran out, you know, it was a great spot for the spectators to to stand and watch, you know, off the side yeah. of that hill. So we got to see some of that last, you know, the last forty five minutes or so. But uh yeah, like you said, you know, they were running in the woods a lot of that time, you know, where you couldn't see, but uh gosh, uh what, Tremend- what, maybe the best place I've ever seen for a final cast. Right, right. I and, mean and, I hope like there's some pictures to show people. I mean, that was like you're saying, it was almost like they were in bleachers. Yeah, you know, and I have seen pictures, you know, Randy took some overhead shots, you know, where we were going to go. I huh. guess he got in a helicopter with his yeah, boss and took air <laughs> shots, you know, yeah. of the place. And you look at it, and it looks really good, but you really, pictures just don't really do it justice. It huh. was just a beautiful morning out there, and to listen to the dogs, and, and what a hunt. But, uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, what, what are your thoughts now after it's just all over and done? What does, what does this mean to you? And well, as a, as a houndsman, it, um, it means so much, you know, and to, to have her here with me, you know, is, uh, pretty special. Yeah. Yep. I can only imagine. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, it it had to be exciting for you. I could tell when you were when your dad came up there, Aubrey, and when you were down there with Tika and stuff. I could tell you were one happy girl, and you were proud of Tika. <laughs> were you not? Yep. Yeah. So, is she gonna be your new favorite dog from now on? She'll always be my favorite dog. There you go. <laughs> well, Mitch, I uh, know you've got a little trip back home to West Virginia, but uh, so congratulations again and i'll just give you the mic here for any final thoughts you might have um just a, uh you know thanks to ukc and, and you alan organized as could be i mean the, the way you guys put on a, a big five event um is second to none in in any format i'll put it up against any format there is you know just awesome job on on ukc's part and um anybody hearing this that's never ran at the waynesburg bagel club i mean they what a club what a club i mean uh, i said in there a little bit ago it's, it's it's the best world hunt not just because we were fortunate enough to win it but it was the best world hunt i've ever been to organized rabbits uh i mean i think they had running in every cast but one out of what 70 some cast 80 i don't know um so just a big thanks to to the waynesburg bill club ukc um the good lord for blessing us to be out here and 
we prayed for safety and every cast, didn't we? Never prayed to win. We just, we prayed for safety, didn't we, honey? And, um, yeah, just, just really grateful. Thank you, Alex. So as far as uh, matchups and results of the whole world championship, uh, you can find those on our Beagle forms, message forms. Uh, all the casts are noted on there, the results of it, the scores of every round. And then you can find pictures of all the winners on UKC Smug Mug. And there's links uh, on the Beagle form as well as on Beagles Afield on our Facebook page for all the matchups and results of this year's world championship. Thanks for listening to the UKC Hunting Ops podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and to like and follow UKC Hunting Ops on Facebook and Instagram.